challenge the gods in the mythic odysseys of Theros. This iconic Magic the Gathering world is now a D&D campaign sourcebook, filled with mythical monsters, epic stories and the weapons of the gods. Play as new races such as the Satyr and Leonin and choose from a selection of supernatural gifts to make your characters unique. Forge your legend with new subclasses including the Oath of Heroism Paladin and the College of Eloquence Bard. Discover a land shaped by deities and the deeds of heroes in The Mythic Odysseys of Theros. The D&D Beyond Digital Dice Alpha is available now. Click or tap on any rollable ability and D&D Beyond will roll the dice and do all the math for you. Meaning that you can focus on describing the action while D&D Beyond calculates the damage. And with custom dice rolling you can roll any selection of dice that you wish. Anyone of a Master or Hero tier subscription will have access to the Alpha starting now. So head on over to D&D Beyond. Have fun everybody. Party. Hello and welcome to episode 6 of Silver and Steel, our very own D&D 5th edition story right here on D&D Beyond. Uh, we have a great story lined up for you today, but first we have some introductions and announcements to make. First of all, as always, every time myself or one of our wonderful cast members rolls a nat 20, somebody in the audience has a chance to win a legendary bundle for D&D Beyond, which is a pretty great prize, if I may say so myself. But before we get into the game and into our recap, let's get some introductions out of the way. We'll just go clockwise, starting with B. Dave. Take it away. B. Dave Walters. I am playing freely, the uh, halfling of action. You know, it's going to be fine. It's all going to be good. It's great. It's fine. This is fine. It has mm. been so far. For the most part. It hasn't been that. Yeah, nothing too terrible has happened. <laughs> hey, I've still got my other arm. That's true. Yes. I've Lauren. either been in something's butt or in something's mouth. What? I mean, is it Friday already? You were not well, the in any, you, I was going to say, you were Technically, not in any sphincters, sir. Technically, yeah, was, I took that we tail anyway. But we were in a stinky hole. That's true. That's true. true. That was true. a rough 10 minutes. That was like a ground sphincter, I suppose you could say. Okay. Yeah. Just How am I supposed to fall less stinky than a human sphincter? sphincter? You're going to have to. Yeah, apparently, yeah, that's ground it. sphincter. Well, new emote. Very good. No, I'm not making my husband draw a ground sphincter. Hi, I'm Lauren no, Irving. You might know me. So. <laughs> hey, if you want to pay him, that's fine. I am the community manager for DC Beyond. I'm playing Callie, the Warforged Rogue. I have no transition from that. It's gonna look like a toothless sarlacc. He can draw it. This is not about what my husband can't draw. This is about what I refuse to ask him to draw. <laughs> It's like, cue that Jeff Goldblum. You were so busy thinking if you could, you didn't stop to think and ask if you should. Yeah. Right? Right? Mm. Yeah. Oh, this okay. is just, this is where you, this is your limit. You have limits. I do. I really do. Ground sphincters. That's my limit. A good limit to have. Here, this far, no further. I didn't know until now. Oh, man. <laughs> I think a, a new monster block is in store. <laughs> Todd, you're up next. <laughs> I shouldn't be. I shouldn't be allowed to even talk. Uh, I'm Todd Kenrick. I'm the creative manager over at D&D Beyond. I produce shows like this and Beyond Heroes and Todd Talks and uh, Builds Character. Yeah, I do creative stuff. That's it. <laughs> and last but definitely last, not what you <laughs> Great photo of your hair on Twitter, by the way. Thanks. Just saw it. Thank you. Totally would did not have Twitter open in my second month. <laughs> I feel very Just glamorous kidding. today. That's totally not what happened. I mean, now I'm going to go look at it. I'm looking right now. It's a really good photo. <laughs> Thank you. How are you doing today, Megan? 
I'm doing good. My name's Megan Kernick. I'll be playing Sophia, a level four alchemist artificer. I came here to chew invisibility gum and accidentally knock my friends prone. And I still have a lot of invisibility gum. So you all should be okay. This also is a very, very nice ad. You know, see, it's not it's not shameless pandering when I'm plugging you at Megan Kenrick <laughs> on the Twitters. Yeah, with a T at the end. Which, yeah, you which Todd will never let me live down. No. <laughs> I mean don't it, don't let him. It's a good it's a good name. Puns no. are popular. Yeah. I took sure. your last name and then I made it my own. You made it better. Yeah. Yes, you did. You Aftermarket did. upgrades. <laughs> yes, no, that is that is a delightful hair photo. That is true, folks. You should toss her a follow. Also see that delightful hair photo. And, uh, oh, okay, so let's talk about what happened in the last episode, since we talked about ground sphincters, our... <laughs> what else our... I mean, yeah, thank you all for tuning in. That's... Uh, <laughs> and all, good yeah. night. And good night. There you go. That's it. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Don't forget um, to subscribe. <laughs> our wonderful crew uh, decided to follow the directions of a snotty seven-year-old uh, goblin and look in the direction for a den that they think might contain more wear dials there they came upon a beast a large serpentine beast that gave them some information before passing in a very violent fashion um there they also found some eggs as well as the corpse of a what can only be described as a giant axolotl which freely very respectfully laid to rest at this point callie did some very thorough investigative slash vivisection work and said about trying to ascertain more about what this beast was. In the process, she uncovered some strange rune markings on the ground underneath the slain beast's remains. Then the group cleaned up because they were very disgusting and started to ride back to Port Argent, but they were waylaid by an emergency phone call from our very lovable level one warlock who had a lot to say about her very very angry mother that she only refers to as lady uh freely took it upon himself to announce the adventurer's arrival like full government names to <laughs> the town of court argent which sadly brought lady's wrath down upon Avron's head and this is where we find our adventurers today so if you're just tuning in, that's where we're at. Oh, yeah, I'm your DM, That Bronze Girl. You can find me online everywhere, at That Bronze Girl. Also, before we dive into the game, we have some super awesome fan art brought to you by our wonderful viewers from Twitter. Oh, my God. I forgot. Here we have <laughs> adorable Avery. TB Avery. TB Avery. He's so mad, but he's so little. <laughs> he's so cute. <laughs> he's my little butterball. Oh That's by God. Tiffy at Maliex. I'm trying to get the names right, but I'm having a hard time with it. And then we have Sophia's gif because the origin story of the the butter emote. Yeah, yeah. I mean that <laughs> the deserves the origin Zack Snyder story of the butter emote. <laughs> just me trying to figure out how I can work in the butter component. <laughs> I just, I just, I, w I want you to know, uh, Sophia. This is true. As I've been planning out Freely's build, I overtly have been planning things for him around your butter hijinks and making your butter shenanigations more effective. I want you to know. That's good. I, I, I hope. I really hope that you have more defense with all of my accidental greasings of my friends. <laughs> that is part of part of the plan. Yeah, at least accident. to be able to just stand still. And oh, an accident. Yeah, we need to come up with a spell that's just accidental grease. Accidental grease. Yeah. He died I, in an unfortunate accidental greasing accident. Wild surge type of stuff. Yeah. She's yeah. figured yeah. that out. Yeah. No, she's the she's the knight of bacon. She should have been the knight of grease, but yes. I should have been the knight of butter. Greasy knight. 
Grease and butter knife. Oh, butter knife. Oh, I think it was. Did you use bacon grease for that fire? Did it smell yeah. like bacon after the smelled, crocodile? It was. Oh. Well, I have. Uh, I think bacon bits and butter as a component, so it can be butter or bacon scented. Ah, bacon scented. That's obviously the best smell. Just making you hungry one hit point at a time. It really isn't. I like don't know what? why. I've never found the smell of bacon to be appealing. I like. Yeah. I like the way it tastes. But That's I, okay. It's not for everybody. That's true. Yeah, I'm Jewish, I, I so know. I can't say anything. Yeah. That's fair. It is an absolute good. It's self-validating, but okay. <laughs> Zone of safety. Zone of safety. It's fine. <laughs> also, thank you, Robo Goblin, for the gif and for all the other gifts. And thank you, Robo Goblin. Thank you, everybody, You're for awesome. your awesome art and everything. And now, more of this. Back to okay. Wendy the Goblin and... versus the Knight of Smiles and Stink. Yeah, yeah. Also, I, I wanted to say I have collected the uh, the egg white from the uh, the snake monster that we fought. Oh, well, I, very so, nice. I think it Soweta. was her eggs. Her name was Soweta. Soweta turn red it, because it is a snake egg white. I don't know. See, you say that red. now, but then you're going to take a sip, and it's going to be extra disgusting because we're going to be in the egg white. <laughs> Dude, zone of safety. Zone of safety. Let your freak flag fly, Megan. That's like Fine. some rocky climbing up the stairs type mm. of. <laughs> little grainy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm like I'm like at the risk of crossing the streams there, you know, subtle, subtle the, the, the oh. mug there. I'm like, let me just rotate that back around this way. Yeah. Don't worry, I'm going to make you all oh, uh, are we having a mug off? Snake My egg, Stardew Valley. Snake egg white omelets. What's that? It's a game where you farm and you go in the mines. This is the map of the game. Which reminds me of, of, of a map I'm making for our game. So that's oh, why. Then I think you are Daisy. Wait. I think, <laughs> I think Daisy is your alter ego. <laughs> I'm now I'm wondering if Silver and Steel is just Animal Crossing because we started the game with Freely and Radishes. Oh, and then we're going to a mine. Yeah. She sort of oh. told us like outright the entire time. Yeah, I appreciate you just had your usual suspects moment. I, I was today <laughs> old told when us. I realized that from the very beginning. Yeah, yeah. what I exactly was a joke. what this was. I think the pitch was Animal Crossing meets Dead Space meets Miyazaki. No, definitely a Miyazaki <laughs> component. Yeah, yeah, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. It's true. gotta have right. the Miyazaki component. That's why every time we meet a corrupted animal, I'm like, is there a single bullet in it? Can I take yeah, the I, one bullet out of it? Yeah. Yeah. Solve their problem? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess All we right. should start the show. Yeah, I mean, no, I thought yeah. we had started it. I, I tried yeah. to set up Show's Wendy well underway. the night of smiles and stinks. And exactly. One v one with the goblin. Where we left off, Mindy had just essentially done her version of clapping you about the ears. Mm -hmm. I, I I feel like uh, Toll the Dead is the it's probably her version of uh, boxing your ears. And she had stormed off towards the town, vaguely threatening you. And now you find yourselves before the gates. Well, I guess we should check on the miners. I mean, uh, that's done, the awkwardness. Evident, can you grab my hand? I don't, where are you? I can't see you. Oh yeah, you. that's right, I'm, I'm invisible. Grab my hand. <laughs> grab your hand? Uh, there you are. Roughly, where is the mine relative to uh, Port Argent? Um, so if you go through town, it's going to be at the very outskirt on the opposite end. And we were also, uh, that's also the part of town where a lot of miners make their home, like out in the suburbs a little bit. And we, we've arrived pretty late, if I remember correctly, right? Yeah, the sun is, is well on its way underneath the horizon. Um, it's like that nice blood red time of day. Since know. we have to go through town anyway, should we check in with anybody? Should we talk to the members of the council, find out? updated information about what is going on 
I think we should talk to the members of the council. I don't really know if they liked Avon and I very much. I don't even know why we are we're, on we're the, the the council, but the, we should talk to them. Part of the council, <laughs> like we have, we're not a majority, but you know, not all of yeah, them hate us. we're part of we're the them. council, but I don't really know if they want us there. That's, but we should I talk to them. Don't care if they don't want. I, I know care you if don't, they don't care. Want us there. I know. <laughs> yeah, let's go check in with the council and see how the miners are doing. I are Rodney and Erica on the gates. Oh, yes, they are. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, we should tell. Oh, yes. Erica yeah. looks very annoyed, as always. And Rodney is telling her stories about something. And every few seconds, you see her hand come up and she pushes him a little further away. And he, he still does not observe the proper social distance. And he's like, well, you know. And he's in the middle of saying that when you stroll up to him. Rodney, 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 Rodney. Hey, Eric. Hey, Rod friends. Hey. First of all, first of all, yeah. those directions you gave us, spot yeah. on, brother. Uh, cool. If you could just point me towards the collapsed mine where people are in peril immediately, I would really appreciate oh, it. Oh, yeah. No, I could definitely do that. Basically, you, what you want to do, I got a shortcut here. Oh, boy. Instead of going through the middle of town. Yeah. You're going to do is, That's the sucker way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people in the town. A lot of eyes on you. Yeah. What do you want to do? Come in close. Come in close. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you, yeah. you walk down to the oh. dock. Uh -huh. Follow the dock. Nobody's on it this time of day. Right. These fishermen are already bringing in today's catch. It's yeah, done. It's low tide, man. Yeah. yeah. So you just go through there. You follow yeah. that. Yeah. You just go all the way, all the way, all the way. Then the dock ends. Mm -hmm. Then from there, what you're going to do is you're going to go right. Yeah. When you go right, you're going to see like a big house that has like three floors on it. It's like a, it's like a, you know, they call where like a lot of people live. Uh, an apartment uh, complex. No, not that. Like, like a, a, like an inn? No, not that really. Um, we'll be dead by the time we get done with this. Uh, a, a mansion. Uh, no, not that. Estates? Like, a manor? No. A manor? No, not that. Like an Big inn. Big freaking An inn. I think she said That's what I said. Yeah, that's yeah. Oh, I was in. It wasn't any of what y'all said. And then you take, you go there and then pass the inn. You go left and you'll see it. Is that Sal's inn? Because that's where we're staying anyway. You know that, right? No, Sal's inn is the good inn. That's okay. the one that's over near the gate. Pass right. a little bit. Okay. I'm not allowed there. No, you shouldn't be. Okay. Hey, so <laughs> you guys, I'm ahead to the mine. If you're checking in, Callie, are you going to come? Because we can be sneaky. We can be sneaky, Callie. Or you guys can catch up because I'm going to run on ahead. Well, my understanding is the problem with the mine is that it has collapsed and we need to remove rocks. Are we required to sneak up on the rocks? I mean, we don't know what we might have to sneak up on the way there. You asked me to sneak. I'm trying to sneak. This is me uh, trying to quit. This is me trying to do I, what you. I appreciate that. I but, would but, like to be able to check in, but mostly because I do not feel like I'm going to be able to move rocks effectively. But I will go wherever you think makes the most sense. Uh, yeah, let's go ahead and go ahead and to the miners first. I don't think we're going to get anything in informative from the city council they're just gonna bicker and whine and complain so let's just go to the mine right now and make sure everyone's fine i don't think we need to stealth up on the mine though i lean in close to um Averin and uh sophias and i'm like and i'm not a hundred percent sure that chuxena from the council isn't a part of all of this well he does that i'm not so sure either i'm gonna lean over to rodney and say and by the way, we were able to take care of that wear dial that you warned us about. It is at least one of them are dead. Is that Rodney. his name, Rodney, the drunk guy? I thought, Rodney, I thought okay. it was. Yes, it is. It yeah, was. Rodney. <laughs> Rodney and Erica. Yep. Yeah, Rodney, Rodney and Erica. Because Rodney was the one who warned us about the wear dial. In Good. Yeah. God, Rodney. 
People sometimes don't think I know what's happening. And Rodney, as a and reward for right. all of this and helpful I information, I, I would like to give you a, a gallon of wine, if you will uh, be so kind oh, to accept this wow. as payment. That is so nice of you. You see Erica's hand come out, and she's like, he's already drunk. He shows up drunk to work every single day. Why would you enable him? But this is how Terrible. he functions. And, uh, you know, maybe we don't everybody about this. Maybe it is better if he's drunk all the time. Would you prefer I give him water? Or do you want to see him sober? Uh, give him do you want mayonnaise. to see that? Do you think that's better? Mayonnaise will sober him up very quickly. That's disgusting, Avedon. He will never drink two gallons of mayonnaise. Okay, uh, you can make give eggnog out of it. Me the wine, and I'll ration it to him because he has to at least be able to just stand here just for the rest of his shift, and then after that, he can drink it. I don't care. When Sophia says she's okay. giving it as a reward, I press to digitate a little noise of like. Doo, 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 doo. <laughs> Like, yeah, Rodney, all right. That's pretty cool. Love, love. Because I don't, I'm not like other people. Other people are like, oh, I'll tell you, you gotta give me something. I gave you guys really good advice. I didn't even ask for a beer. I didn't ask for anything. So this is, y'all are good. In my, oh, um, I mean, would you would you rather have beer? Because I have that what? too. I love beer. Beer is a lot better. Well, ale. you know, you could get more beer than why. I, I can true. give, you, I can give true. you four gallons of beer. Would you like that? Oh wow! Where That's a lot that? of like, beer. The, how? I would really, do that. It's just how are in you this, surprised? It by is this? just in this twelve-pound jug. It is no problem. That's really, amazing. it's called magic. I know. I know. I know all the cool. Things I you're doing I might this learn now. magic. I'm a, I'm gonna learn magic. Why well, am I paying for that? You know? no, 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 you no, don't need not. magic, Rodney. You have beer. Here you I go, mean, Erica. I'm wa- I'm watching you, and I'm like. I need that. You Why am I paying don't need for that? Magic. You need <laughs> you beer. beer. Why didn't somebody tell me that years That's ago? My bad. life would have been so much easier. That's I think we're missing an opportunity to make him think that he can become a wizard. I mean, apparently yeah. anyone Any can ideas, be a warlock, so maybe he can be a wizard. <laughs> yeah, yeah that seems smart. very on theme. I told you um, about saying. Avidin, Avidin, can I see you to the side quickly? Nope. No, no, no. Success. Have you ever considered being a warlock? Nope. A what? Absolutely not. No, stop it. Right. Yeah. No, I I put my hands on Rodney's ears so he can't hear Avidin. I'm like, nope, nope, nope. Earmuffs. Earmuffs, buddy. Leans forward as you put your hands on his ears and like kind of falls asleep, like (laughs) braced against the weight of your hands. Oh, yes. Sleepy time, my dear sweet Rodney. It is time for bed. I'm Why don't you get Rodney. real comfortable and sleep here for a minute? Don't become a warlock. It is a it is a bad life. Erica's just like staring off into the sky, and she's just like, <laughs> more years of guard duty, three more years of guard duty, three more years. I don't get paid enough for this. What, what happens after three years? Oh well, then I get promoted. To what do you get promoted to? Guard duty. Well, then I can be eligible to serve in a different town, in a better capacity, you know, like a different posting other oh, than yes. this posting. Which you is deserve a better posting. With a yes. drunk. Yes, you know, completely understand. You deserve it. I want to see the world. I, and I you would should. Like to be assigned to a caravan or something or or boat or, or sail across the ocean. And instead, I stand at this gate hour after hour. Rationing beer for your drunk friend. With Rodney. All the people to serve, to just post me with. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> Well, freely, if you can put your I, if you can put Rodney down nice and gently, he'll be asleep for a little while, and we can go along to the. Mountain. No, 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 it's great, it's great. We both get paid, you know, while he sleeps and I work. No, it's fine, it's fine. I am not bitter about that at all. Yeah, no, just prop him up against the wall. It's cool, and I will do both of our jobs. Wait, what's your name? Erica. Erica. Erica, okay. here's a gold coin for your trouble. 
I understand that today has been long and uh, three years is also very long. So I apologize for that. She like and- snatches it out of your hand and bites it. Oh, wow. And you just see it disappear almost immediately. Oh, wow. Thank you. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. I never get tipped. Thank Aiden, you. Aiden, what did that coin say on it? It looked different. Yeah, it did. Um, we'll talk about that later. Oh, As boy. Freely lowers her to the ground. He just I, he looks at Eric and he's like, word of advice, do not flip that coin. <laughs> and then turn in the head in the direction that uh, Rodney pointed. She looks like a little confused, but she's like, flip as in like a sell it for more. And that's like what you hear as you walk faster. All right. Uh, let's go to the, the mine. Now that sure. we've had great discussions on yes. wine, onward. We must save. <clears throat> we must save the miners. While we are uh, walking in that direction to go save miners, Sophia, uh, how do yes. you have so much mayonnaise? I don't really know how I was given the magic to carry two gallons of mayonnaise, but I can. I can carry all sorts of things in this twelve-pound jug. And That's even a- if it is empty, it, it still weighs twelve pounds. Well, as we've previously established, magic is strange and magic weird. Magic is just- very strange. I can show you more sometime of what I can carry in it. It might be even useful to you someday. Um, They did not say strange and beautiful. It is beautiful. That would be several pounds of mayonnaise. Well, then it is like my head, yeah. Your head is several pounds of mayonnaise. mayonnaise. Yeah. (laughs) Strange, beautiful, and 12 pounds even when it's empty. Yes, that is exactly like my head. I know. There there you go. I did that one for you, Avery. Good job. (laughs) And filled with several cats, apparently. We got there. I pat you on the head. I'm still invisible. (laughs) It freely is like freely is like halfling double timing it, which is sort of probably like a brisk walk for the rest of them. But mm-hmm. he is trying to move quickly because he realized we're already late. Yeah. Yeah. By this time, some of the commotion in town has died down a little bit from what you would expect during like, you know, a major emergency. You notice there have been some makeshift tents put up and people are bringing in jugs of water and hot bandages and stuff like that. Other than that, the town, although it's a little bit more foot traffic than usual, doesn't seem that different than usual. As you make your way down the docks, you do notice that people are bringing in their last catches of the day and and kind of resetting their boats to go out for the next morning. But for the most part, things are quiet on the pier as well. And as you follow the pier to where it ends in the mining district, you do see on your right the big tall building that was described by Rodney. And uh, you realize it, it is indeed an inn, uh, or it's more akin to a hostel. There's like a very small, uh, minimal cafe on the bottom. They do serve some alcohol after hours, but you know it's not a bar per se. And uh, upstairs, you assume one could rent a very small, very humble room here. And then as you as you make your way through the mining district, you notice here things have been hit a lot harder. There's more injured people walking around with bandages, crutches, things of that nature. Some people kind of point and wave at you as you pass since they recognize um, some of you at this point. And uh, as you reach sort of the end of this more suburban neighborhood and you go left the way he told you to at the end, you reach the dirt path that goes to the mine. Um, Here you see large wagons loaded up with large chunks of, of rock and debris Um, People have been trying to move them day and night. And at the very front of it, you do recognize your friend Millie with an older, uh, sort of more grizzly dwarf. He's wearing a tank top and he has hair that comes all the way up his back, all the way down his arms, almost like he's wearing a coat. It's silver 
and, and wiry. And he looks almost bear like he's sweating and he's standing there and ordering out directions with Millie by his side. And that is the scene you arrive on. I'm going to walk up to Millie because she's the one who warned us about this in the first place. And I'm assuming, hi, we came as quickly as we could. We had to take care of a couple of things. Can I assume that this is your father? I, where were you? We were taking care of a weirdile and another creature that was terrorizing the, the local area. So Yes, we got we got while. a little held up. I'm so sorry that we are late, but we got here as, as soon as we could. We're a little bruised and, and battered, but we are here. We are, we are willing to help in any way that we can. And I also have a lot of water if needed. Well, we're thankful that you were able to make it and that you were able to send my uncle's men, but <sighs> things are bad. The mine is clear now. We have a little narrow path we can get people through, but we lost a lot of people. Fifteen people died in there before we could get to them. We don't even know how we're going to pay for the funerals or where we're going to bury them. You have to pay for funerals? She, like, just looks at you, like, wide-eyed. Well, that, that is, those are questions that I can ask at a later time. Is there anyone still left trapped that we can help with? No, it's been nearly two days. Is there anything left for us to do except to try to recover the remains? Probably that. I can't say I'm happy with you. I thought you'd come sooner. We did try to come as quickly as we could, but we were already trying to help with the wear dial situation and make sure that nobody else died there, so... I don't mean to sound harsh, but if it were Roger and he had to choose between his people and ours, he would choose his. I kind of expected you to do the same. That's my fault. Uh, we did uh, the best we could with the information we had, so... Let's go inside the mine and maybe investigate exactly why both of these events have happened at the same time. We have slightly bigger problems now, but what I can't talk those... to you here, especially because my father, I need to get away from him for just five minutes. And you see her dad like turn around and just like clap her on the shoulder and be like, hey, you're a good little sprout. You did good today. She's just like, follow me just for a moment. Please come with me. I'll follow her. After you. Yeah. And I don't want you to have to worry about the burial. As a member of the Council of, of Port Argent, I, I will help you with that. My deepest condolences. I feel guilty. I feel like maybe if I had taken up work in the mine, maybe something like this could have been avoided. They could have used more skilled laborers. And There's like, no way you could have known. I appreciate that. But I'm sure that your kind sentiment won't bring those people back to life. No. This is a calamity. I don't know how to talk to their wives. And she like very like hurriedly leads you to the to the coast, which is like kind of on the outside of the town's wall. It's not far from the mine, because as you remember, like where the dock ends, we then come into the suburban area. There's the mine. So we're just kind of cutting back over on the other side of the town's wall. Things have been getting strange, but stranger still is one of our fishers found something strange in his net. It's dead, but I think you should take a look at it. Well, what do you think how? it is? Well, I've heard of it before. It's something called a merid. But the thing is, is that what's strange is this is not the first one they've found. Something's eating them out there. Now, just like you, <clears throat> I've heard tell of some type of sea beast that comes and attacks the town every so many years. Some people say it's a mystery. Some people say it's a legend. I don't know. But between the calamity at the mine, if something were to come and attack us at this time, I don't think we could repel such an evasion. And what did you call it? A, me a merit? A merit. A merit? I've never seen one. Strange. Heard? What elementals they are. I've heard tell of them. 
Some people worship them, believe that they control the tide. You don't say. But for such a beast to be dead, and especially the third one, at first we thought maybe it was a fluke, but this doesn't bear well at all. I told the fisher to hold on to this one. Maybe you could take a look at it. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Thank you. Um, yeah, and now you it. say that this weirdial, that that drunkard Rodney talks about, he's a real thing. It's a real, actual. Oh, yes. I'm covered. I'm partially covered in it. Yeah. Not anymore. What is happening exactly? We think there might be something more nefarious going on. And the reason that we wanted to investigate further, because there does seem to be a lot of calamities going on all at the same time. And that is very suspicious. It seems orchestrated. Uh, a council person. Who's council the person? person. Who's the person? I am trying to whisper a little bit to Sophia's. Who are? Who is the person that we suspect? Chakasana. Chakasana. Just says it very loudly. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Fairly. Have you seen her around? I. She was one of the people who helped with the excavation. Are I you still not between you and me? There were whispers that it was my uncle Roger. People are thinking that this might be some type of ploy. But he seems like such a friendly man. I agree with you. I do not want any type of war between our cities. But people are thinking it's retribution because we didn't send their caravan. Now, although you managed to get him to bring some help, that has assuaged some people's fears. But there are those that still have doubts. We figured out what happened to the the silver caravan with all of the vegetables. That's what led to a lot of these suspicions that there is some orchestration going on behind all of these issues. The two guards that were there were essentially bribed into doing the wrong thing and were able to describe in some amount of detail the person that was involved. And that is one of the reasons that it took us so long to arrive here is we were following all of those leads. I I see. I would be very interested to examine after after we examine this creature, examine the mine itself and try to figure out wh- what exactly had happened, whether this is really just an unfortunate accident or if there is something more nefarious involved. It's dangerous, but I can get you access. For the time we've shut it down, we've condemned it. I don't know how we're going to make this work. Silver is our main export. That's a problem for tomorrow and not for today. I have to be honest, I was rather cross with you. I thought you were right behind me when I rode back from town. And when you weren't, I was a little bit disappointed, but when she I have says a better that, I, understanding now, I think. I, when she says I was disappointed, I just hold my hand up and I'm like, okay, look, I don't know how you all do things here. Um, I'm clearly from somewhere very far away, but we had missing children. We had starving farmers. We had people in a collapsed mine. And we did what we could, the best we could do. Your council people, Averin and Sophias, made sure manpower was sent here. How many of your uncle's people came to help? And how much more rock did they move than the four of us could have done with our bare hands? And we slew two beasts on the way here after saving you and your cattle. So I think we've already done quite a lot in the day that at least two of us have been here. So yeah, we will help you in your mind. We will help you with your sea creature. But you, Millie, will not be going around asparaging we or not. Also we let you enough. in. We welcomed you with open arms like your own. And I'm sorry that I expected you to choose us over my uncle's town because I can tell you, you saw his reaction. He wouldn't have chosen us over his people. It is a to very savage land. Did. It's he every did. town for himself. He did make the choice. You're right. And maybe that is what has to change. Maybe 
maybe we can't be every man for himself anymore. But for many years, that's how it's been. And you are right. You are our people. I consider you our people. From the day you fell into the radishes, ass first. I've always considered you our people. Because you're good folk. I can tell from you. Just from looking at you. I appreciate that. And you would think for such a small region that everybody would work closer together. We've had weredials, snicks, and now a mitted, which I've never heard of. When You have a kind heart. You have kind eyes. But I don't think you realize if it wasn't for you, Roger wouldn't have sent Penn. He wouldn't care what happened to us. All because we didn't make good on our silver shipment. Then understand, someone's trying to manipulate both towns into being weaker, to not communicate, to not work together. So you are being manipulated to not trust your uncle, to not trust people in each other's towns. All of this is being set up on purpose. And if the entire town starts thinking this way, that we should be isolationist, both towns will be destroyed. I promise you. Someone's clearly orchestrating all of this. So keep that in mind. You're right. It's just an emotional time for all of us, I think. You're smart folk and very capable. And I think maybe we could have saved some people. I'm sorry for sounding so naive. And I want to believe that everybody can work together, but it seems that this is not the case. No. I think that we need to find out who is responsible for this. Callie. Yes. Can you learn anything from this thing that they saved to inspect? I can definitely take a look and see what I can glean. Are we at the... I'm assuming we've been walking and talking. Have we arrived at the creature? Yeah. So you've been slowly making your way towards the coast. There is a very large boat moored there, <laughs> roughly on the on the makeshift dock. Um, you can tell this dock has fallen to disrepair. At one point, it was part of the town and then slowly got left behind as this wall was put up as some type of fortification. Um, it's rotting in places. And the boat that is moored there is almost shaped like a duck, an angry duck with angry eyebrows kind of on the prow. It's not huge. Uh, so don't think like sailing boat. Think more of like Viking longboat. <laughs> okay. um, it has uh, nets hanging from the side. And three people inside of it. Um, She kind of like shoes them away, except for one. She motions them to come here. And she says, tell them what you know. And the man says, this is the third one I pulled up in my net over the past couple of weeks. I brought the first one to Millie since she's the captain of the guard. Well, sort of makeshift captain. But uh, she told me that it was probably just a fluke. But I mean, three of them. That's weird. It's, It's huge. And it's uh, kind of disturbing. I don't know what's killing them. But there's something out there in the deep water that's scaring off the fish. And uh, in all my years, I haven't seen anything feed on these things. They usually keep to themselves. Sophia, can you investigate? Can you, can you, you know, do all that creepy stuff you do? <laughs> you would like me to, to do a creepy investigation? Yes. I would creepy like investigation you to check? investigate for creep. <laughs> I would... I will investigate for creep. I, I would love to help you with that in- creepy investigation. I'm assuming we are looking at the the married, the creature. So it's in the boat. Um, okay. Oh, okay. It's been pulled into like the, the main floor of the boat and the net you notice has been cut open so you can have access to it. Okay. Well, from, from where I am standing, I can't really tell anything. I rolled a seven. Oh. <laughs> uh, can I try and make an investigation check? Yeah, yeah, you can. Okay. So looking at it, 
you it's you you can get a visual representation without investigating the creature you see is um this very it has like fins for ears it's very scaly it's light purple in color its arms are are long and spindly and end in in four webbed fingers its features look very sharp and the absolute size of this creature is actually what's daunting to you and it has like these it's it's wearing it almost looks like it's somewhat civilized to you it's wearing jewelry it has like a side pack and um it has like uh like a sash around its neck uh, around its waist as well and it's uh got strong blue legs Abrin, if you would like to almost looks iridescent if that makes sense like it's it's skin shifts between a nice lavender purpley color and blue uh do i see kelly can you help me examine this absolutely Um, i I feel like with this kind of sentient creature we don't want to necessarily go for a complete dissection but anything that we could find on the outside would be good and i'm just giving him my my bonus to investigation um who's taking the lead on this i'm taking the lead on it okay so yeah you'll just give him your bonus okay so that's plus seven Okay. okay whoa what I have expertise in investigation. Okay. Uh, well, I got a 20. Also, <laughs> I have a natural 20. Oh, dirty 20, just... dirty 20. Okay, dirty I have 20. a big old negative one to investigation, <laughs> so I feel like I'm giving like bad advice. I'm like, no, look right there. Right there. Yeah. No. Oh, that's a rock. Never mind. This, that's the, a rock. The, when Callie talks about being built for things, this is one of the things she's built uh, for. So, yeah. Yeah. So, get a plus seven to whatever you're 27. Total. Yeah. Yeah. You look at it and immediately you realize it's playing dead. Oh, it's a good thing I didn't go after it with my eyes. <laughs> and it's in the net right now? <laughs> like the net's been cut open and it's like, it's like kind. So I guess like it's laying on top of the net. Right. But you immediately realize it's playing dead. Uh, I just kind of motion. I feel like Sophia and I have known each other long, long enough at this point. <laughs> Maybe a few thousand years. Um, I just kind of motion like something's not right. We still have the psychic communication up, by the way. So. Oh, we do. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So no one panic, no one react, no one I'm say anything immediately. Distance. It's still alive and it's playing dead. So that means it's either scared or going to attack. And I think it's probably just scared. I like to believe because I'm doing better at this. Mm-hmm. Carrie, you want me to message it? Let's do that what language does it speak yeah that's the bit i, I could try to include it in the psychic link i was about to well. say there and i looked at message like there is no language requirement so i guess theoretically oh. it will just hear me like i guess whether or not it speaks common uh but it'll just hear me right but mm-hmm. only it will hear me okay so you send a message in common well she said she might include it in the psychic link so i guess okay. we're still on. yeah let's it's- include it with Callie's bizarre ability here and uh, try to communicate. Sure. Because I can just add creatures to the, the the link as long as I roll well enough and then it can decide to leave. That's how I added the guy from the other town. It's the handiest assassin. But once again, it's, it's like a one-way communication so I'm just constantly relaying everything which is kind of fun. And uh, I choose a creature you can see up to a number of creatures equal to the number that I rolled for an hour. The chosen creature can speak telepathically with you and you with them. You and the other creature must be, the, within, uh, must be within one mile. Creature can't use this if they can't speak a language. Mm-hmm. Uh, you and the creature don't need to speak a common language to understand each other. That's what I was looking for. Okay. So, okay. Hold on. There we go. Five. I'm like, I think I can communicate with it. 
<laughs> That's what you fish people speak, right? <laughs> so my once, cousin was a fish person. Uh, <laughs> so the four of us and I will now loop in this creature and you will hear me say to it. Hello, we know that you are pretending to be deceased. And this is a method of communication so that you can continue to do that if you need to. But we are here to help. Can we help with anything? You hear a voice come back and it's like very soft, almost whispering. And it says, heavily injured am I. Leave me so I may return to my haven. I'm going to cast cure wounds on it if I can in a really weird artificer way. <laughs> like just gonna spray it with goo out of my wrist. I was um, like, like defibrillator pants. Yeah. <laughs> Live. You're, were, you're covered was, in water. <laughs> Electricity will help. Is Millie still around, and are the other fishermen still around? Um, Millie is standing nearby. One of the fishermen is standing on the dock. He's the one that gave you the account of what happened. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm trying to at least close any of the wounds. To the best of my ability, which is pretty limited. Yeah. As you attempt to cure the wounds, you notice that on its abdomen, there is like a large gaping gash. Can you give me a medicine roll? Yeah. Okay. Not my strongest suit. 12. I would say 12 is enough. You understand that this is a little bit out of your league. This creature. Yeah. This creature, if you, if you attempt to heal it, it's not, it's going to help, but not enough if that makes sense. Looking at its vital signs, looking at the pallor of its skin, looking at like the way it's breathing, um, it dawns on you that a cure wounds is not going to affect this that much. So it's this is something still. beyond health. This is yeah, something this, like yeah. an infection. This is a very, you also glean as you're standing, you know, looking down on this creature, you realize this is a very uh, powerful, strong like it's it's large. It's mu- the str- like the size of its muscles. You know everything about it gives you like a sense of like great power and honor. And uh, you feel like in its full form, it would be something that would be truly a terror to behold. And you get this sense of like for it to be this injured is kind of shocking to you. Ask it. It's what um, happened and how can we help? I said in the chat, like, it's poisoned or cursed or something. It's beyond anything I can heal right now. Uh, how did this happen? Wait, yeah, Callie, can you ask uh, how this happened to it? We're more than happy to help in any way that we can, whether that's just bringing you back to where you need to go or offering some healing. Uh, is there anything that we can do to assist your healing? Or can you tell us what happened to you? Landwalker, what I require is above anything you can offer. Leave me to my suffering. And I'll, I'll just be relaying this at this mm-hmm. point. Can they make it back? Will they be okay? You need assistance getting back to deeper water. And at this point, you see it like kind of give up the charade and like open its eyes and sit up. And um, it says telepathically to you, understanding that you wouldn't understand its language. I can. I can make it back. Before I was tangled in this wretched web and there is nothing that you can tell us about what attacked you we believe that we might be searching a for demon an actual fiend a true deep sea demon there's only one way to describe it its breath crackled with electricity but worry not me and mine shall take care of it 
And at this point, like he stands up to his full height. And you notice this creature is about 12 feet tall. Whoa. And it, currently it's tangled in the net? No, because the net was cut open so you could like, you know, take a look at it. So, okay. yeah. Well, we will definitely not prevent you from leaving. We were only hoping to help and figure out more about what was going on. If you do require more assistance in destroying this demon, please let us know. <laughs> what assistance could you offer? I will if produce. I can't handle it. You may as well leave this area. And he Listen, like, oh, I pop my sword out. I presume it's like, I'll produce one of my knives and say, <laughs> we are not without our own means of protecting ourselves. And maybe together we can help dispatch this creature. Mm-hmm. Kelly, tell her that is it he or her? Um, it seems to be a male from your okay. closest approximations. Um, tell them that our two towns above the water have recently been attacked and have experienced strange supernatural happenings. And though whatever maybe they are having to deal with under the water may be linked to something that's happening up above and that we should keep in communication if there's any way possible that we can arrange that. I'll pass all that along. Mm -hmm. The beast responds back to you. I shouldn't say beast. (laughs) I immediately regretted that. The creature. The creature responds back to you and says, um, I do not know if this is related. This demon has been known to come back every so many years. It is up to my people to repel it. Only by our blood are your lands kept safe. Well, we thank you for your efforts, but certainly... If we fail, leave the city. And he, like, starts to stand up and, like, kind of stand on the, the lip of the boat, the railing of the boat. Yes. Mm -hmm. But he's like, kind of like he has one foot up there. Like he's about to jump into the water. First of all, in my mind, you called him beast because he's blue. So now I'm calling him Hank from now on. (laughs) I'm cool with that. (laughs) I love it. Hank, just one thing. If you guys are in trouble, if you think you're losing, if we need to evacuate, like how, give us a sign. Like, how will you know if you need, how will we know if you need help? He looks at you and says, you are noble, but your primitive weapons will be of no use to you. I point with an Eldritch Blast and just destroy a nearby rock. Just like... (laughs) His lip curls into like a small smile, and he projects a water jet. It shoots in a 60-foot line, five feet wide, and the utter strength and just like it's like a it's like a fire hydrant it's so powerful and he like looks back at you oh, but they oh, know that's mouth? coming right <laughs> they know what you can do they don't know what we can do where does it come from it comes straight out of his mouth like yeah. it looks like it's almost like frightening like his jaw <laughs> unhinges and like this like crazy water jet comes screeching out of his mouth and it's almost like a, a vortex when it hits, when he like projects this out in the same direction that freely pointed, it leaves a furrow in the water underneath it because the air pressure is so strong. You don't want to know what would happen if it hit you. All right. We understand, but also gross. <laughs> so good luck with your jet streamy thing. And um, please communicate with us and we can potentially help you. I understand that the blood of you and all your ancestors are the only thing protecting all of us. But you know, if you need some of us to bleed with you, that might Turns- be helpful as well. And I ignite one of my gauntlets, mm-hmm. which is probably not a good idea because water and electricity. You know, 
he gleans some of what you're saying not all of it his comment isn't that great and oh, he re- I, I thought we were like, yeah yeah, yeah. he through. he so he speaks back to Callie and um he says your people not good track record if we fail leave the city we'll warn everybody and we thank you for your warning our people just let you go what's he got against smurf nabling <laughs> Really? <laughs> Kelly, <laughs> Kelly's smart enough to know, but Lauren is so, like... So, Freely, uh, probably it was more of a generalization about all of us up here above land, right? And not so much well, specifically. I mean, very specious. To, like, why would you assume that, like, like we're the, th- the four of us clearly look very different? Okay, None of fine. us are blue. Yes. Not, not to them. Not uh, to them. Oh, that's, yeah, he's us. bluest. Oh, great, Hank. Okay. Actually, uh, I'm not relaying any of this, by the way. None of this. All of this. Callie's just listening to this litany and passing it between them, but it's just mm-hmm. like there's a wall. None of this is getting passed on to the marriage. Nope. Really, uh, for all it knows, that you, you're my 12 year old son. So, so. Let me ask. Let me ask you this. this: This is up to DM adjudication. With thaumaturgy, I can change the color of my eyes as a harmless effect. Mm-hmm. Can I change the color of my skin as a harmless effect to just look blue? Yeah, you could do that. Yeah. Okay. And Sophia, Sophia is going to disguise self to look as much like this creature as she can. Like her, her skin can turn iridescent blue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She can't change like her basic figure, but she'll try to mimic what she sees. Yeah, as much as she can. It almost looks like the inside of an abalone shell, if that gives you some idea. Yeah. Okay. There's like a shift there. And it's like, at times it's green, but a lot of the time, like a very, almost like a dark green, but then like there's a shift and it's blue or it's purple. And so it looks like the inside of like a clam shell or an abalone shell. So so Sophia's just kind of mimics depending on what light he's in. She just changes from iridescent Mm -hmm. green to iridescent blue. Give me a persuasion check. Use my D and D Beyond digital dice. There it is. I'm like, I had a really 18. bad. Hey, hey, these are lucky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, so what? he smiles. You see, like a full smile, like appear on his face. He is very pleased. Um, and he steps down from the the boat's railing and like comes closer to you and like shifts to see if you will shift color. And I shift color. And uh, he then looks at Callie and he says, "Um, the symbol of friendship." is amusing and he like gives you like this big like creepy smile because he's got like these really weird spindly fangs almost like a lurker fish <laughs> <laughs> i feel like callie wouldn't be we bothered by any of this because she she thinks everybody's smile is a smile so whatever um <laughs> but she'll she'll answer back and say we are only trying to help sophia says to callie to relay the message onto the creature mimicry is the best form of flattery because she doesn't know the idiom but she's trying <laughs> pretend to be someone is a great compliment yes <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. he nods and he says i will consider as he's about to leave he turns around again and he says if you agree i will take you on a hunt and if you perform well i will make use of your help I okay that, that sounds is- fantastic i think that is very fair uh, do you have a time and place you would like us to meet you for this hunt? Tomorrow, midnight, I will come here. I need time to rest. And you notice, like, there's, like, a a very, like, weird, sickly green ooze coming out of his side. Understand. But I will heal quickly. And what was your name? 
And he like looks at Freely and he says, Hank in your tongue will do. Oh God. Good <laughs> Can we my, keep his Abram name's literally Freely. Let's not let him name anyone else. <laughs> my my lay on hands is not very strong at all. But when I see his like sick wound, I do like very slowly approach him where if like if he hesitates or something, I don't touch it. Mm-hmm. But I do try, I guess like the closest flesh that doesn't look actively inflamed, I just touch it and I lay on hands. Okay. On How much do you heal him for with lay on oh, hands? It's, I think I only have five left. But if he's, yeah. can you do the thing in where you can remove five. poison? Not yet. Oh. No, it is just. Oh, actually, I can cure a disease or neutralize a poison. Oh, I can. Hey. That's what okay. I thought you were doing. Yeah. Hey. Kelly knows freely, brother, and freely knows. Hey, I got busted back down. I lost a lot of power. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah. just assume I, I can't even smite right now. I can't do anything. I've been poking around in his head, and I remember that he remembers that he mm-hmm. had this power. You know what? Honestly, I feel like freely doesn't know he's got this power. Yeah. I'm just trying yeah. to help. <laughs> freely as you put your hand out and he does like at first like look at you very like strangely but not like a scared deer he's very confident although he's looking at you very suspiciously yeah, it hurts as you put out hand. your hand you realize that this isn't necessarily like for from your paladin senses it's not really diseased or poison flesh but it's an actively bleeding wound um so this is something that is more if I may, like it's it's not something that needs to be cleansed so much as something that needs to be like rest to heal like something inside of him something has been severed and is actively bleeding well i, I do what i can for him mm-hmm. <laughs> is, do we just need to let him die to go on to to his haven huh. well it sounds like he needs to i think he just needs to rest. go yeah. Yeah. haven in the sky i think he wants so, to go but like he can he can rest and get better and stay here because i have more questions for him but i have to go through cali yeah, no, it, he needs to go. He needs to go back to his people. Okay. But it sounds like we will meet up with him tomorrow, and hopefully we can be successful on this hunt and get to know each other better. And so then to Hank, I'll introduce everybody real quick and say we will be here at uh, midnight tomorrow. He very gently takes your hand in his if you allow him to. Yeah. And he presses like a piece of sea glass into your hand. It's very soft around the edges. And he says into your mind... Stand on the shore and shine this. I'll see it. I will do that thing exactly. And it's very pretty. It's like bright green. And you notice that like the edges have naturally worn almost into like a heart shape. Oh, Kelly, I think he likes you. Yeah. And then you notice he puts his hands on either side of your head. And when he does that with his finned hands, it kind of looks like his head. Oh. Like friend. And then he turns around and like, leaps off of the boat in one very graceful motion. He doesn't even make a splash when he hits the water. A remarkable being. That was beautiful. It's the really? most graceful oh, creature I've things. ever seen. <laughs> what in the world was that? <laughs> Millie behind you say she's like... We can explain this. <laughs> that was uh, downright horrifying? Nope. Nope. Not horrifying. Not what at all. What a wretched beast? That's... No. Not it was wretched. not for your wretched. lives. No. No. Not wretched, not a horrible beast, a potential ally to ally. help the town. Oh. Apparently, I sent they... Willie to go get a harpoon. I was afraid for you. Apparently. I'm sorry no. I froze up. I probably oh. should have shot it or something. I, I as Averin and part of the city council, have decreed that any creature like that cannot be harmed and won't be harmed by anyone, and we can potentially find a new ally. And so, I second that decree. Did you see its mouth? The motion oh carries. 
Have you seen our own guards' mouths? <laughs> yes, I have to look at your mouths every day. They're all laughs. very horrifying. <laughs> I suppose some of them don't practice hygiene. Fine. Oh, my Lord. When it lowered its jaw and that jet came out. Oh. Yes, and I, I must agree. say that, that was pretty horrifying. But as far as yeah. personality goes, he seems like a relatively friendly creature who, who could be an ally. I really do think we should not attack them anymore. Much nicer than the starving Naga, that's for sure. Yeah, much nicer. Right? Freely and I have been all up in other things' mouths recently, Ooh. so like that yeah. was the least intense thing that has happened. I suppose if it wanted to, it could have hit us with that water jet. That would have been awful. Exactly. Yes, it would have been terrible did being the, Did you see the burrow it left in the ground? Oh. You, think, you think that's bad? Wait till you see a hag, kid. Come on, let's go to the mine. Oh. <laughs> she, like, shakes her head, and she's like, I, let's go to the mine. Hey, I've heard of this hag. Oh, it was terrible. And then one of it, like, scratched my friend, and then its nails broke off, and then the nails crawled afterwards. Oh, it's, <laughs> oh, it's terrible when one breaks a nail. So Sounds like you have a DM who likes body horror. Mm. You know, but inexplicably, it's always a dangerous thing. Just, at random, just and then it just like this gets like stacked up. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> and then, I uh, yeah. don't know about all that. I hope you never find out. Like I truly hope you never find out. I'm gonna take that piece of sea glass and I will instead of in my bag, I will put that in the compartment in my uh in my chest where it's. Oh, safe. you literally are gonna put it in your hard box. Oh. It's more like my stomach box, but considering how much I like food, that actually makes more sense. <laughs> That's cute, eh? Well, Kelly, what other food, to you. What other food do you have in there? Uh, well, I, I don't know if we've actually established that he is a boy, but he is a friend. So I guess, sure. If you're indicating that he's supposed to be a romantic interest, I would definitely leave that up to us knowing each other for a much longer time than just the few minutes here. I just meant he took a shine to you. I didn't but, say you should get married. Hey, but she didn't say no. No, of course not. Uh -huh. I would need to get to know him better. I will say as we're walking through, I know because we're kind of on the edges of town and everything, just every person I see, I'm casting message and just telling them the things that Averin and Sophias did for the town. That they slew the Weradile, they slew the Naga, they negotiated a peace treaty with Inge. Like, I'm not even waiting for them to reply. I'm just like, we are hype man. Do you say yes, this is this true. Too. Everything he says is true. With, listen to him. Yeah. Do you say a lot of this to Daisy as well? Or do you tell, do you regale her with stories of your adventures of while Mil you Millie? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yes, Millie. Daisy's the warlock. Right. Yeah. Yes, oh, I'm like, oh, God, Daisy's here. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Millie. Yeah, I, I do. I do. I do tell her because I realize she's, you know, a, a person of some standing in the town, and like I tell her everything. But yes, uh, including our including our doubts about the robed person with the muddy boots. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she nods and she's like, I, "I do tell her we saved Daisy. I omit Daisy being a warlock now. That part okay. maybe I leave out of the mythos." <laughs> and she says, uh, very calmly, she says, "Sal might know something about that." Goblin about Sal. He's very well traveled before he settled down. That is how he made his fortune, as it were. Well, we were going to have to speak to him anyway because Freely and I are staying in his inn. So we can and definitely. He owes us money. Him that and his too. sister, they used to be scholars of some type, uh, zoologists, they said, mm. collectors. Sister? Mm. Who's his sister? Oh, Sally. Sal and Sally. Oh. Oh, that uh, checks out. I guess well. it probably didn't translate quite well out of Goblin. Like They're a... twins. Uh, what kind of what kind parents. of animals are in their zoos? That's just weird. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? 
you say that they are zoologists, but what kind of animals do they keep in their zoos? Do you know? Oh, well, they don't have a real zoo. You know? They don't us. have a real zoo. Us. Yeah. Have, and how uh, can you? And how? Oh, us. Pictures. Maybe some taxidermy. I don't know. Sally. Oh, I do love a good taxidermy. She stays locked up in one of the rooms in the inn. Doesn't really come out. She's one of those nerdy bookish types. I've seen Ooh. her maybe twice since I've lived here. She okay. and Alindra would get along well, I think. Yeah. She, yeah. Okay. Right. Oh, uh, but let's engage and let's try to investigate the mine real quick and then we go talk to them. But I remember him telling me something about, about well, the about creature what? you encountered in the den. Why didn't anybody tell us? <laughs> she like opens up her, her like notes and she's like, well, I don't know about any weirdile. And she like, you notice her pull out like a little like gilded notebook. Sometimes I write down the things that people tell me. And she like flips through a couple of pages. Let's see how good she is at sussing out information. Callie is nodding appreciatively at this. So like she appreciates the gilded notebook. That does she have a, like a nice writing implement too? Oh yes, it's very nice. Yeah. And you, she, you, you to- also notice freely, she's been taking down notes of your adventures as well. Yeah, I do. I, every once in a while, I'm like, no, it was bigger than that. It was like ten feet. You no, know, and Avrin jumped in front of it. Like I really am, like overtly hyping the heroism of Avrin and Sophia, the the heroic council people. And can I even tell that you're doing this? Because I, I, I'm probably suspecting some, some, some shit is up. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, no, I jumped in front of the horse, but then he jumped in front of me, and it was just yeah. it's crazy. Like, she's like writing it down. Him, and then it you was- notice she's taking it down in bullet points, and she's like. I hope you don't mind. I like to embellish a little bit. Yeah, no, no. And then, like, we saved all three of your bison things. Yeah, remember? Like, there was a... Uh, Hi, that's in the book. And she, like, turns to it and she, like, shows you. And there's, like, a actually a cute little illustration, but it's very, like, chibi of, like, a happy, like, a happy bull uh, with, like, a heart above its head and you riding it. But it's, like, it's, like, very cartoony. Is it also a chibi freely? Yeah. Yes. It's like no, that's exactly how it happened. Like I didn't know that. Like you remembered it. Like I remembered it. That's incredible. All right, Funko. We need uh, we need uh, miniatures of all of us. I'm like, oh, Bessie and Bessie too. Hi. Hey. Make make sure that you put down that Freely is Avrin's second favorite warlock. Second favorite. Second favorite. Second favorite. Second favorite. But yes, second favorite. Yeah. We don't know who the number one. You're my number two. And she actually got pretty well on her roll, so she like flips through her book. And she's like, ah, right here. Once, and while he was in his cups, Sal told me a tale about the barren mother. Apparently, she's a giant serpent, and she adopts nests abandoned by others. Ew. Oh. That is super Wait, gross. so you're telling me this is not snake egg white. I don't know what this is. I'm she's still like, going to cook it, it anyway. Like, <laughs> I think that might confirm it. Why is it red? Oftentimes, what happens at least from what Sal told me, is that if a mother dies, the barren mother, since she, since she can have no young of her own, will take over the nest and take care of the young. Well, now I feel kind of sad for killing her. I don't. No, that doesn't that doesn't end well, I don't think. No. Any no. other she, like, random... looks at the egg yolks and she's like, well, a barren mother can't have eggs, so maybe yeah. for something else's. It's... Any... Other random anomalous monsters in the area that may or may not be true. Let's let's say let's say a day's walk in any direction. Let us know if there are dragons nearby or something. Yeah, like right. That, you know. Yeah, they ain't like cave trolls, ogres in the mountains, storm Trasks. giants. You're right. The killer pickles. That actually has happened. Just. I yeah. definitely think you should maybe talk to Sally. It seems like she might be more up your alley for this type of stuff. 
she studied the area and its environment for many years before she settled down. All right, all right. Mine, then Sal and All Sal. I know is these are dangerous lands. These walls aren't for decoration, you know. Really? Yeah. Are you ever going to get over the wear pickle incident? I mean... I- I feel like I shouldn't get over the wear pickle incident. Like the like the moment that I'm all like, yeah, no, that seems legit. I feel like that's when I need to hang them up. Pickles are delicious. These were not. I'm trying to pickle my own cucumbers. That is, that but radishes. Right radishes up. when they're pickled, even worse than when they are raw. How do how does one get a wero pickle? Do you put a werewolf in vinegar for a long time? Well, yeah, yeah, you end up um, on a train, and then you just you know it's just it's it's a lot. It's just it's just a lot. It was uh it was complicated. I, the old friend of mine who I don't get along with so well was on a train and freely got infected because he was doing a job for me. It was it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Anyway, so freely get turned no, into a wear pickle. It was ah, definitely well, it, was, it was a will, lot. Of things happened. Yes, you will yeah. have to tell me the recipe later. I do have a sample. Oh, Avrin. Avrin, you have a sample? I, 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 You've been no, holding out I, I, on me. Avrin, I does, will, I oh, will buy it. What's the sample, Avrin? You have it on you now? No, I don't. I have it in a lockbox. Where where's the lockbox? Well, well, let's 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 table that discussion. I'm not going to tell you where my lockbox is. <laughs> but I am your <laughs> it's wife. dangerous things. What is yours is mine. You're trying to drink eggs right now. But you I'm don't know where they came from. I am going to cook them, but I'm not going to drink them. If I let you cook everything that was in the lockbox, you would have like 18,000 arms and 25 eyes. And I don't know what the problem tails. is with that. 18,000 arms and eyes. It, it, it would only be to your advantage in our adventures. While we're walking. Clothes? <laughs> while we're walking, I do stop and I put my hand on Avrin's arm for a second. I'm like, wait, you've still got the lockbox? The one that we kept pouring crap into for you? You still have that? Not necessarily. <laughs> I just, I was, and then like just like literally stomp off. <laughs> um, keep it, keep it quiet. Meanwhile, Callie is just taking notes on everything, like mentally, like, oh, okay, don't pickle radishes, and there's a magic lockbox with sentient pickles and magic guide. Okay, sure. Just all this right in her head. Yes, good good job, Kelly. Make sure you, you jot all of this down because I want to know more about this later. Avon, I'm not going to drop this. You did not tell me about this lockbox. I it's no, I told you. I just didn't tell you what was in it. That's um yeah. No. I consider withholding information as lying. I freely lie. It's freely storms information. off. You very much hear him muttering under his breath, like Von Bonksner, I Vecna, Xanathar. It's like as he just like storms off. Sophia's just trying to listen to everything he's saying. Xanathar, what? Who is Xanathar? <laughs> All right, uh, let's Millie go check. Looks on. Utterly confused. Like... <laughs> so which way, uh, mine or investigation? Well, the the mine is the investigation. Well, well yeah, but well, the scholar and stuff, such. No. Uh, right, let's go to the mine then. Awkward. I'll lead you. She comes in and her dad comes over and he's just like, hey, Millie. She's like, not now. I can take care of myself. And he like tells her like, you know, maybe you shouldn't. Father, I can take care of myself. And you see him like kind of cower a little bit. And she's like, thinks I'm a baby. And like as she like raises like one of the, the makeshift ropes they've put across the entrance of the mine to like motion you all in. I slap him on the back. Mm-hmm. And I just lean into him like you did. Dust very- comes off, <laughs> <laughs> like slapping a rug, <laughs> like a dirty rug. You did. Uh, ooh, that's unusually hairy and sweaty. So, uh, 
you did a good thing. You helped another town. She's not a baby, but you will always be her father. I <laughs> and he curls his mustaches. I did a good job with her. Yes, you did. And I continue to wipe his back hair yeah. off of my hand as no. best I can. Keep her safe, little man, he says as he like claps you back on the shoulder. <laughs> yeah. No, I press to digitate the guy. He's showroom new. I don't clean Averin, but I do clean him. I'm like, you got a little ear. Yeah, yeah. He's been, you can tell he's been working in the mine all day. Do you it's clean him or do you shave him is my question. <laughs> I just press to digitate. He's just clean. He's clean. Just clean. Okay. <laughs> Sophia is going to say, do you understand how brave this young woman is? She drove, she rode all the way to us from the mine when we were done fighting the Weardal to tell us what happened. She rode all the way here by herself to tell us there were people in danger and we failed her. If anything, she is the hero and you need to respect her more. She's a grown woman. All of that is true, but we did not fail her. (laughs) Her, You may be right. It's just sometimes when I look at her little face, I just think of her when she was a wee babe. But I you're know. right. She's bold. She's strong. And she should come work in the mine. And you hear her say, not now, father. And she like starts her way into the mine. It's, I'm heading, like huffing and puffing. I'm heading in. I cast thaumaturgy so that my voice booms. I'm like, Millie is a hero and an excellent farmer. She's just like <laughs> near the mine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like small uh, rocks start like yeah. falling. What are you doing? Freely, yeah. freely. Uh, okay, you've not sure. been in a lot of abandoned places. Yeah. So uh, loud sounds, rocks, not historically fantastic. I cast Thaumaturgy again. And no. One of, one of the effects is a harmless tremor. <laughs> I really do the... <gasps> Wavering, oh no, you're scared. You are literally, there are 15 people who died in there. Maybe don't make a, tra- make a tremor. I'm not saying it's going to come down, but... Mm-hmm. So you're saying you are scared? And then I turn and head on in. I'll maybe be respectful of the dead. Did I feel the tremor? Oh, yeah. It's a oh, harmless yeah. tremor, but you, you, yes. Oh, no, if the rocks like... came down and, the, and you felt a harmless tremor, uh, Callie was jumping on top of you to push you to the ground because she's been underground most of her life in yeah. caves. <gasps> so she bare... has you like pinned. <laughs> yeah. She's like, jumped. Oh, she's shielding you with immediately. Her body. Yeah. <laughs> she's who shielding you, Sophia, who are you right? Shielding? I would have gone for freely because he's the only. Well, I know, I know, Averin can shield himself. Yeah. And I know Sophia says magic, so I've gone for the only other being smaller than me. Aww. I don't tell her that. Immediately. I don't tell her that I'm the source of the tremor. I'm just like, hey, hey, thanks, Callie. I, I think I'm all right, though. Thank you. And then in through the call to everybody, I'll say, we should be careful to make sure that nothing else comes down. I've been in Cavens before, and this is not to be. We should yes, not underestimate. Strange. I've never experienced an earthquake here. That's just so weird. Okay. Depending on the reason why everything has come down, this could be related. I don't know. Uh, no, why. no, it's not. It's not. Freely just cast a spell. Very odd times. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, okay. Millie, ah, like, <laughs> like, like, smacks you. Like, you know, in the playful way, while she's holding her chest. Natalie gave me a heart attack. We barely stabilized the main shaft, and she's, like, kind of hitting you. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to... So Millie's joining us, but the father isn't. Yeah, he's standing outside. Okay, I'm uh, going to... 
uh, include her in the call. So okay. I'll switch away from the Merid if he hasn't already uh, disconnected, and I will include her. <laughs> okay. He's still on the call. It's for he's a, within mile. a mile. Yeah, if he's within a mile and an hour. And so yeah, he could have he could have been can speaking. Swim a lot further than a mile in an hour. <laughs> yep. Or he could have disconnected at any time. So I will yeah. I will put her into the call and and then I will relay to everybody and say, it might be best if if we do not speak out loud just in case there is more loose rock. We want to be very cautious. I agree with Millie. And you see oh, okay. like she's in a position like you're going into battle. She is suddenly that mm-hmm. tense. Millie is very serious as well. You notice her demeanor has changed. She takes a bandana out of her out of her bag. She puts it around her face and you notice like the air is kind of thick with dust and she offers one to all of you as well. I do not take because I do not breathe. I'll take it. Yep. I, I just put, I just put my helmet down. Yeah. But I do um, thank her. I, I will put it over the one that I already have for added protection. And then she like laughs as she sees Callie deny it or whatever. And she says, you could wear it anyway, just to feel like part of the team as it were. It makes me feel oh. like I'm, I'm part of your family. I, like I'm one. With prestidigitation, I can cause a harmless puff of wind. So I tie it on, but I just sort of like like blow like air in front of us to like try and keep the dust out of our faces. Just like, ah, like get the get the mind flowing, the air flowing the opposite way. Yeah, just a little. I mean, it's I can do it whenever. So I'm like, yeah. If, if like, look, I'm Avery, I'm blowing hot air. If that is the case, I would be more than happy to to wear one, and she will take it and tie it around just like everybody else. Freely, it's so strange how often your jokes come up short. Height jokes again. You know, <laughs> when you say it to him, you might as well say it to me as well. You didn't even offend me, man. It's just like it's read the room. funny. Read the, read the room. <laughs> How often his jokes come up short? Callie considers not half my size. Any of this, and then just goes ahead and relays all of it in the call. <laughs> She's come along now. Not the time for jokes. Things are serious. Right. But she's—you notice—she's like smiling ear to ear. Mm-hmm. All right, um, face. All right, we go inside. As you go through the silver mine, you notice that like the front part of it, a lot of the boulders have been removed, but it is kind of rough going. You have to you find yourself clambering over rock in places. The track that used to carry a trolley back and forth is completely destroyed in places and the trolley itself is nowhere to be seen. The shaft has been stabilized with very clever placement of struts in places. Um, some of them are metal. Some of them are wood reinforced with metal. And you even notice they've gotten creative and used some of the large bone they have from the wall and repurposed it to have it here. It, you almost hear it like groaning a little bit as you walk through. And she's like, I've been back and forth like four times, but I have to tell you, it still makes me nervous. And she like kind of shows you how to like pick underneath like some of these supporting beams. And you notice there are like, offshoots shooting off like you know different paths cutting off to where different silver veins were discovered and excavated and then exhausted and then they dug deeper the walls are very rocky and rough everything down here is very dusty and it's very dark uh there was a sort of very clever uh, method of lighting the mine tunnel using uh oil or oil channels that were lit on fire but this has been broken so it's very dark in here um, Millie pulls out like a like a lamp and you I'll know, I should her. take I'll, the lead. I'll pull out my lantern as well. Mm-hmm. I can press to digitate the flames in both to make them brighter. Yeah. The collapsed mine tunnel is up ahead. There's a smaller collapse here and a larger one up ahead. That one took us hours to clear. People were trapped inside. I'm going to try and investigate the small one. Okay. 
Like I'm looking to. Oh wait, I'm supposed to be doing. Sorry. I have absolutely nothing, and I have a negative one to investigations. So <laughs> freely, just like walking along, trying not to whistle. I got a six. <laughs> Everything's fine. Yeah, it just kind of seems like the like there was some kind of earthquake or something jarred um, some of the some of the supporting boulders loose from the roof and they caved in. That's what it looks like to you. It looks like there's like cracks in sort of this like smooth, not not smooth per se, but like this rough textured stone wall and that part of it fell in. You can't tell why. Millie, is this branch that we're going down, is this the only one that experienced a cave in? That I know of. Some of them are abandoned. We haven't used them for some time. Has anyone taken a quick look down the others to see if this is a more widespread issue or if it's just this tunnel? Haven't had the time to, to be honest. Fair enough. That might be something we want to take a look at because... But I don't understand why anyone would be down there. No one would be down there, but if this was an unfortunate earthquake accident, then it should have destroyed multiple tunnels. But if this was something caused by one specific person targeting people, they would have just gone after this one tunnel. I make sense. We should take a look at that later. Yeah, You said this was a smaller place that was destroyed and then the bigger one is further down? Mm-hmm. Okay. Callie wants to go all the way to the end and kind of start at one end and move backwards, essentially. Yeah. So that's what she's waiting on. Yeah. As you get deeper, it's almost becomes labyrinthine. There's like, a, like almost like a hand splayed out. Um, multiple smaller like tunnels branch off the main tunnel um, because basically wherever they struck on silver they continue digging um, and in places the mine also you or the shaft you're in also tends to like trend downwards and you realize you're getting deeper into the earth as you're going through you notice there's some very clever ways that they've devised to not only ensure the stability of the mine but also how to get goods in and out there's a very creative pulley system a very creative rail system and their tools in general are of higher quality than you would expect. Um, this is, isn't just miners with picks. Uh, they've come up with very creative ways to break up the stone and break it up very effectively and then remove the parts they don't need, put them into um, bins and, and, and send it back. You come across a very circular room as you go down the mine. And here you notice is they've, they've devised this very uh, creative way to like pound larger chunks of rock into smaller. And there's been two piles uh, one of very shiny, you, what you can what you can sort of uh, tell just by looking at glittering um, silver ore and plain rock. And you can tell that they cut away large slabs of stone, bring it here, and then further refine it before they send it up, before they send up the rough silver ore. Millie, are these innovations that were created by your father? I, I definitely do want to talk to him after this. I think my father would be very interested in these these techniques for their own mining. Well, any friend of mine is a friend to him. I'm sure I can make some type of introduction between you. He might be able to teach you something. I'm sure he would and anything that I could pass along, but uh, that's for look for later. And I'll she like going. she like kind of talks to you. She like leads you down towards like the where the main shaft collapsed. And she says, I have to say people were all in support of him for years when nothing went wrong. But one mishap. So much doubt has fallen on my uncle Roger and on my father as well. Some people saying they're in league. Some people think he orchestrated this whole thing. The gall of it. Sadly, I have found that to be true as well. My, my father's 
techniques have also been called into question every time that there is an issue. It's not necessarily a bad thing. It makes you question what you're doing and make sure that you don't don't have problems. But certainly there are people who are not willing to continue to help at that point. Your father seems like an interesting man. Well, I may be biased, but I think he's the the smartest, most wonderful person under the planet. But yes, uh, I would love for you to meet him one day. But you would have to climb through lots of tunnels and pass through lots of dangerous territory and some flumps. Flumps? Yes. Are they lovely lady flumps? I think they were of all different types of genders of the the she, he, and they variety. In the back and in the front? Check it out. (laughs) I... I've always had to ask what is a back and a front end of a flump, but I felt that it was too impolite to ask. Oh, you'll find out. I don't Uh, know. If they weren't willing to tell me, then I was not willing to ask. So this (laughs) is another one of those things that will require DM adjudication. Mm -hmm. Uh, Halfling nimbleness. I can move through spaces occupied by other creatures because I can Mm -hmm. just like squeeze through small spots. Am I able to halfling? Well, first of all, is all of this cleared away or is there still some places no one can get through good chunks of it are cleared away um but as you're walking through you notice some of it is inaccessible is can i halfling nimble my way through yeah you could attempt to do that yeah you're gonna like the smaller offshoots yeah i'm like i might be able to get in there i think i can do it Uh, i don't think there's anything in there that vein's been dry for years but if you want to try it i suppose you could Roughly how far do you think it goes on the other side? I want to say about maybe 40, 50 feet. I want to use my divine sense where I would detect good and evil, fey, undead, and constructs for 60 feet. <laughs> do I feel anything down yeah, there? You detect constructs. You get me every single oh. time, don't you? Sorry, I don't know if it's constructs or does not. It, I, I, keep, I keep saying that. I don't, I, I, don't think it, I don't think it is constructs. But either way, I, I, I use my divine sense. Okay. And uh, so you reach out with your divine sense and you don't really sense anything on the other side of it. And this is a space that we think only freely could squeeze well, through. Without... Celestial fiend or undead. Sorry, uh, not constructs, but yes. Is this, a, is this something we think all of us could get through with a little bit of clearing or just... it's tight? Okay. You could eventually get through it, but you'd have to very carefully uh, remove the rubble. Let's move to the next. Yeah. Let's move to the next uh, yep. cave-in. Well, be- before we go, I see here that you're... I'm not really much of a, a miner, but I am somewhat of an engineer. And these tools that you have here, you take the rock, you compress it, and you get the silver, no? That is how I... it works. I think I can figure out the way to press it to make silver. Lots of silver. And Avon, I think you might be interested in this. Like alchemy? Like a little bit of uh, tinkering. No matter what you put in, silver comes out. That is very interesting. And then she starts like, tink, 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 hammering away on the press. Can, Can just... somebody bring me over a boulder? Any boulder will do. I pick up a boulder. <laughs> well, they just did as an OOC. My divine sense, if anything has been... Um, expressly like desecrated like uh like hallow or any like curses on the land i would detect with my divine sense too by the way just as an aside okay okay Okay, i I hand you a boulder and uh also freely just so you know no matter what curse are in these boulders silver will come out and sophia takes the boulder from avern and puts it under the press and uh, presses down the handle Mm -hmm. so as you press down the handle 
a very large piece of stone basically falls into place in the press with a big crunching sound. And if you push it back through a series of weights and levers, it'll raise up again. That's quite ingenious. You see here? It is a big boulder of silver now. So the the boulder is silver, but it's been like chunked. By the- oh, it's just smaller pieces of. So I thought there was like stone that you had to like somehow break away when you press it down. It was like, um, like no, it just like yeah, it just basically like crushes stone and then they hand sort it into like silver chunks and like chunks that don't have any silver in it. Okay, so what I've done here is I have taken a much larger boulder, and now you don't have to do it little piece by piece. You do large boulder at a time. Avery, when this is all over, like you know, like when we have like a minute, you know. Silver plating in <laughs> my hand, my mechanical hand that Avrin made. Yeah, I'll think about it. Yeah, no, I can probably do that. Millie also like, chuckles and like like taps you on the head, and she's like, "Use this. Silver is soft, scratches easily." Yeah, but it looks fly. Yeah, he like, just wants to shine. He just yeah. wants a shiny hand. That's all. I, yeah, that's she it. like you notice her like the the silversmith in her just kind of sighs. <sighs> People always ask for this type of stuff. Make me this out of silver. Make me that out of silver. And then when they get it, oh, Millie, why is this scratched? Well, because it's silvery adult. It's soft. In the back, Callie's just nodding at everything she's saying, but she's also pulled out a book and a a pencil and is hurriedly like diagramming everything while it it seems like we're going to be here for a moment. Yeah. Goes there. I hope you're not stealing that design. It's our patent and design to the city. Oh, my apologies. I thought Don't this- sell it to anyone. But you can yeah, do- it for yourself if you want. Do patents s- extend to the Underdark? I was sending this to my father so that uh, him and his people could also use this kind of technique with their mining operations. Is that not allowed? Is it from a competing city? Uh, no, considering how far I had to come, it would be several days underground in order for you to She's get like to it. She's like catching Freely's like gesticulating behind you. How many Zerf Neblin do you do you get along with? You know, I just don't feel comfortable with it. Okay. And she'll make a show about erasing it, but she has been drawing it in the book. Right. So <laughs> magical book. Okay. The magical book. So she'll she'll erase it and close it, knowing that her dad has already got it. We should I appreciate it. Oh. She like leads you further in the mine. Absolutely. I still want to talk to your dad, though, and then she'll follow along. Uh, can I? I'd like to roll a to see that she's kind of full of crap. <laughs> can I? I guess it'd be like perception. Yeah. Or insight, huh? Either. Yeah. I, I, I like. I, I kind of feel like I know when someone's. I mean, I'm not gonna say anything, but uh, it's a natural twenty. <laughs> Dairy bundle. There you go. That's One a legendary like, bundle for would, somebody in chat on perception. And I got an extra D4 because of the weird thing I got. Nope, 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 nope. I would normally ask to roll a deception roll, but I feel like on a natural 20. I'm like, yeah, oh, that's going to be hard to beat. <laughs> I mean, um, you can try to do it. No, no, I'm not even going to. It's not even worth it. I have a, My charisma sucks. Yeah, so you'd... <laughs> she'll absolutely erase and you watch her erase, but it's obvious she's not bothered by doing that at all and she had kind of finished the whole sketch and puts away the book and Avrin would probably recognize that there's some magic in the book yeah i walked by nicely done Callie. i'm sure they would be very much appreciate that that knowledge is now gone Callie does not respond <laughs> and i 
I just lock eyes with her for a few seconds and then walk, keep walking by. And then in your head, as you walk by, you'll hear Kelly say, I would appreciate it if you would not say anything. Oh, don't worry. I'm very good at that, about that stuff. Yeah. No, but that's not true. But still, I will try my best. Yeah. <laughs> all I can ever ask. Mm -hmm. She leads you further into the mine and you come across the, the shaft that was previously completely collapsed that she's cleared most of the way of obviously using the help of the townspeople. Um, large chunks of boulder have been pulled out and um, that's been stabilized once again with very careful placement of wooden beams and different struts and places. And this is obviously the the major section that collapsed? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. It's this a larger stretch of mine and it's almost very difficult to get through here. Imagine like a, a toilet paper tube that somebody has stuck needles in almost at a lot of different angles. So this is where Callie wants to start her investigation. And mm -hmm. with having grown up in the underdark and underground and with people who do this kind of mining thing, she wants to specifically look for a the point in which this all began. She's going on the assumption that something caused this. So she's looking for a a center point, a something that would indicate what caused the whole collapse. Okay. So, that's kind of what she's looking for. Yeah. Can you, can you tell, Callie, if they happened at the same time, this one and that one, or were they in order? I can definitely take a look. I'll, I want to look at all three, but I wanted to start with the one furthest in, especially the, the, the major one. Because I'm thinking maybe somebody drops this big one, and then they're over there, and they kind of have to cover their own tracks, and then they beat feet out of here. Millie, who said, who reported that there even was a cave in here? We had it. Did you see anybody running away after you heard it? It was chaos, if I'm being honest. People were screaming. There was lots of blood. People got hurt. So is this an investigation check I'm doing around here? Um, to... Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I'm going to use my talent dice. So that's a 22. So from what you can glean, the, the actual like tremor that would have been created by this mine collapsing is probably what caused the other collapses in the other shafts. You glean that pretty quickly. Okay. Um, the damage here is a lot more sustained. Uh, a, a more of a section of the shaft is collapsed. And you also notice almost like pressure marks going through the side of the, of the mine wall. You notice like cracks almost like this thing gave in all of a sudden. And you also notice, do you go, do you go in? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Do you she follow behind Billy? Yeah. And she'd even go further if that's going to help with the investigation. She's comfortable okay. with this kind of exploration. This doesn't bother her. So mm -hmm. she'll go wherever she needs to go. Um, give me a acrobatics check with advantage because uh, this is something you're familiar with. And also you're following behind Millie, who's done this a couple of times now. Sure thing. Oh, thank <laughs> universe for advantage. Because that first roll was a natural one. Okay, uh, so that is a 16 for an acrobatics. Okay, okay. so you're able to get through uh, without disturbing any of the support beams or the struts. Um, everyone else can attempt to follow her if you would like. I would like to. Okay, so I... I'll just need acrobatics checks for the okay. group, and I'll take the second highest as like your group score. Okay. <clears throat> Let's see. Hopefully someone got higher than Ooh. a seven. Halfling luck. Uh, 17, because I was a one, and then it's like, 
loves 17. Wow. All right. So Avery just needs higher than a seven. Oh, Avery. no. What'd you get? That's not a good face. It's, no. It's, it's not with advantage or anything, right? No. <laughs> no. It's a five. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. So Millie and uh, Callie. I like that their names are so. Millie and Callie. Yeah. Are kind of leading the charge here. And they're able to like kind of navigate pretty well they're both very very accustomed to doing this millie's done it a lot over the past couple of days that you've been gone and callie is born to this type of life you know callie very nimbly slips over the top of one of the beams and lands on the other side and as she does this uh Averin attempts the same maneuver while <laughs> straddling the bar you're like half over it the beam starts to slip an inch because these are not like secured in so much as they're pushed in with pressure if that makes sense and it slips an inch and you hear it groan and everybody just like freezes <gasps> even don't move <sighs> get him off uh, that I, i'm there slowly i'm gonna push his butt over <laughs> you the gotta beam. go quick okay go. so you you push freely. his butt over you push the, my yeah. butt over <laughs> Freely actually runs under it, and I hold it up so okay. that Averin won't fall, and then I hit it with mending. Ooh, oh, okay. Perfect. So um, give me a strength save. Oh, whoops. Let me use my digital dice. Digital dice. Uh, available now on D&D Beyond if you subscribe to D&D Beyond. Subscribers only. That is a dirty 20. A dirty 20. Very mm -hmm. nice. So, Okay. So as normally you feel like this beam would have slipped as it slips down a couple of inches, it would have smacked you in the head, but you're able to catch it all of a sudden and hold it in just such a place that your finger gets pinched. The side of your hand gets pinched uh, on the beam on the other side. A little bit of blood trickles out. It hurts. It's like when your car or when your hand gets stuck, like in a, in a drawer or something, um, but you mend the beam and you manage to push it up back into its prior position you were going to take a lot more damage from this but mm -hmm. you only take half so you take four damage as your hand is like kind of pinched under the beam but you manage to and i'm you know, standing right there so make I just, it out so i just like reach out and just say um sanatio and just heal the four points that he just took oh, okay i yeah. flex my artificial hand i'm like i complain about this thing but no splinters ow Oh. Yeah, and your hand mends back together. You notice it was Thanks, like Sophia. one of those blood blisters was forming. Oh yeah, oh like, no, they're terrible. It's a nasty pinch, yeah. Mm, like, and Thanks, as you Sophia's. shake your hand, Sophia's wonderful magic knits your flesh back together. The blood <sighs> blister that was forming at the very edge of the cut starts to like reabsorb back into your skin, and everything looks <sighs> fine. I put my hand on Freely's back and give him a pat. Pat, thank you. I appreciate that. Ah, no problem. You I can't... used to be an elf. I was a little bit more dexterous than I am now. Yeah, you can't help the fact that you're way too big. And I give him like a little <laughs> slap and then keep going. Meanwhile, Callie is panicked looking at the ceiling and you yeah. hear your head. She'll, she'll, Millie she'll... is too. Yeah. She's like has eyes locked at you and you notice like sweat is like forming at her brow and like dripping down into her bandana. Oh. Callie right. can't sweat, but in your head she will say pony pucks. That was way too close. Message received. Pony pucks. I'll get a Bowflex. I'll commit. <laughs> <laughs> your companions aren't the most nimble. And she says to you in your head. And she's just oh. like, you notice she's like squeezing your hands. That hurts me deep inside. And she will say, <laughs> no, but they are very useful in other ways. And that that is going to become very necessary if 
the ceiling collapses, but I think we're okay. Avrin, what you lack in dexterity, you make up for an emotional maturity, and I'm very proud of you. Well, then he's in trouble. Yeah, then, oh, God. (laughs) You also make up for in uh, Thunder Gauntlets, and I appreciate that, too. She's been doing this all in her head, and she's like, we we should continue to just talk psychically just to be on the safe side. I pointed Millie. I'm like, I actually knew a version of him that was super dexterous. He also was dead, but wasn't. So, I mean, this is like a good trade. It's good. You people speaking riddles, all four of you. And she like continues her way (laughs) through the mine. Everyone's got history. (laughs) Yeah. Like exacerbated. Many histories. Exasperated. That's the word Uh I need. And as she leads you through the mine, you notice as you get deeper and deeper into the collapse shaft that on some of the beams, they've tied white ribbons and marked some sites in here, almost in a memorial fashion. And the mood gets more somber as you descend deeper into it. The air gets almost thicker as well. And um, Millie kind of reaches the edge of, of where the beams are. And here the mine is a little more stable, but up ahead, you see some rocks have fallen down. And the part is only half cleared. And she says to you psychically, she says, this is as far as I've gone. I don't know what's ahead. And I don't know how safe this is. When I'm looking around, does it look like there would be more to be gleaned? Like, do I think that the the epicenter of this is further ahead? Mm-hmm. So as you have been descending through this mine, because you did get that 20, you do notice that the pressure cracks kind of like move, get worse as you go in. And you get this um, feeling as though something too large for a tube was placed into it, if that makes sense. Like something was shoved in. Okay. That's the, that's the feeling it looks like to you. It looks very like, strange down here. Like an Does actual- it look like the shape of a giant snake? Um, it wouldn't be. It's not something like that has an ac- like a shape per se. It's more of like if you were to take a plastic like a, a straw and push like a pebble into one end, how the how the oh. plastic would kind of splinter and it would send yeah. cracks along. That's what it looks like. Kind of bulges out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do, does it look like an actual physical object or does it look like an explosion that would have pushed? You don't notice any scorch marks and okay. you don't notice like that chemical smell that you're used to from explosives. Okay. But further in needs to happen to find out more. Um, if you want to explore more, yeah. It's going into another hole again. Millie, is there anything else that you could tell us about how much farther ahead it is safe to go or where the end of this tunnel might be? The end isn't too far ahead. And I don't know if there's much more collapsed tunnel. This is the only stretch we were able to excavate. We started this just to make sure no one was trapped back there, but we can't be sure. As far as I can tell, let me see see how wise she is she's pretty good with mining stuff so i'll let her have advantage okay she got a she got a dirty 20 um because that is 16 and 14 so she says to you from what i can tell it's only about eight feet past I'm, that it might be clear i'm gonna pull out my lantern and look this at this is our newest silver mine our newest silver vein i should say i will try and halfling nimbleness through the eight feet okay Actually, I'm going to stop. I'm going to tie a rope around my own ankle. (laughs) (laughs) Hand the rest of it to Averin. Okay. (laughs) I I grab the rest of the rope. I go slow, though. I mean, if it really looks like I can't do it, like I I, I don't, uh, I'm I'm aware that this could be like my halfling tomb. 
Um, but but I do try to see if I can finagle my way through there. Yeah. So there's like rock that has like settled and you notice they've removed some of the boulders from the top of this. There's like a small crack. You're able to slip through and land on the other side. Um, the debris does kind of give way. You notice uh, the earth here is more crumbly. The rock here is more crumbly. So it kind of is turned into gravel. And so there's more distance or more space between your head and the roof. And you can kind of like clamber down. And you notice the other side of it is clear. And you can actually see where the miners are using pressurized water implements to actually cut rock uh, from the, the vein. And the wall in front of you is glittering with the bright light. So like the bright shining of silver. And the dim uh, light that you can see from Callie's lantern on the other side of that thin space. Yeah, I pop my sword out. My sword glows like a light source too. I'm um, gonna come with him. I like he'll pop on yeah, over. I, I re, and then... Yeah, I relay all this that it's see apparently safe. You know, okay. it's like a, yeah. I would. Um, space is you. very narrow. I'll look over at Sophia and Avrin and Millie and say, if you would like to wait here just in case something does go wrong, so that you can pull us out, I would appreciate that. But I I do want to see the end of this. Well, perhaps not metaphorically, actually <laughs> physically. I realized as soon as I said that what that sounded like. No, I know, I know what you meant. To split up, uh, just from you know my epochs of experience. Uh, yes, but I'm afraid that if we all go in at this moment and something goes wrong, we will all become trapped. And I am not. If you go enough. in and something goes wrong, you may, there's no way we can get to you. I'm like, well, I mean, I'm over here right now. It's just, it's just me and Silver. Because right. to be to be clear, it it is a fairly small space. I have space a deep foreboding in my heart. You have a bad feeling about this. I know. We are not going to go far, and we are connected. All right, go go ahead and go in and look around and tell us what you see. Well, how Kelly, since you are a little bigger than Freely, what if I put a little bit of butter around mm. the opening so that you can slip through more easily? Yeah, I don't want to make you prone. It is totally up to you. It might make you a little prone. Um, but you are bigger than Freely. You would use butter for me in that I way? I would use butter for you whenever you needed it. You would... name it. Butter, invisibility gum, anything you need. I'm honored that you would give up your food for me like that. Thank I'm you. Gonna like, I'm going to like, <gasps> so it's not like too cold and just like put it on the um, the opening mm -hmm. and um, tell her good luck. And I, I hope to see you when Avon and I get in. So Callie attempts to squeeze her way through. Callie, give me an athletics check. Psychically, I recount. No saying goodbye. It's bad luck. We're not saying goodbye. We're, We're saying only going to a few feet away, and you're going to be right here. And now I'm going to do Oh, I rolled really well, though. Okay, so okay. that's 17. Okay. So it takes effort. And at one point, you get stuck. But Millie's on the other side, and she gives your bum a really good push. You get scraped up a little bit. But okay you arrive on the other side without disturbing any of the rock that's holding this tunnel sort of up. And as Millie pushes you over onto the other side, you do kind of fall face first into the gravel, not as nimble as the really did. And you kind of slide down a little bit and you, you see him, a glowing sword held aloft with a glittering uh, vein of silver. After her efforts, yeah, after her efforts pushing you through, Millie sits down on one of the rocks that's like kind of that has like you know by the structure i guess not structure by this cave-in uh she sits down on one of them and she like pulls her mask down a little bit so she can like get some air and you notice she's sweating she says to sophia's hey do you mind if i could have one of those turnovers this is i feel like this may have taken years off my life 
Are you hungry? Of course, I've got oh. turnovers. I've got uh, butter stress. biscuits. I'm a I've little bit cake. of a stress eater. Oh, my, me too. <laughs> and and uh, I've got these old catfish, but uh, they stink really bad. You shouldn't uh, eat those. I don't know why, why I'm carrying those around. This because I'm a, bad. I am a little bit of an ingredient hoarder. And also, oh. it's a, you don't know what you have in this bag. You know, it go, goes to the bottom. You never see it again unless you're actually looking for it. But I don't anyways, know how you're capable of making such wonderful things and carrying around such awful ones. And she's magic. You take out like leeches and stuff. She's like, oh. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I have leeches still. You're not was, helping, helping my stress eating. And I was really like, afraid Hank was going to know about that, honestly. Yeah. yeah. The smell of the fish like hits you on the other side of the hole. Oh, <laughs> it fills the small space like pretty rapidly. Oh, it that's... destroys our, our, our friendship yeah. with Hank. Oh, my like the, dead cousins. That's true. In this bag. If there was any canaries in this mine, they are dead now. Yeah. <laughs> well, freely, I wanted this to go quickly, and now I want it to go even more quickly. Shall we? Do mm -hmm. this as expeditiously as possible. At least you don't have to breathe. <laughs> no, but I can still smell that. We will we will return very quickly. And I yes. will go down until mm -hmm. I feel like it's not going to be safe taking yeah. a hard look everywhere. You notice that there's like very symmetrical lines, like very geometrically accurate lines that have been cut into the stone very deftly. And as you're going down, you also notice like scraping marks along the ground that look more rough or less like you know, geometrical. Millie is like sitting on the rock still eating her apple turnover. And uh, she looks at you all of a sudden, Avon, and she says, no, I told you that's not funny. What's not funny? I told you no practical jokes. You were doing one with Fraley at the beginning of the cave and I told you. Do I hear that? And Did you she know say that in the call? Yes, what? she does. Well, she I says it out loud. Oh, uh, is the what's going on with the ground? You don't feel anything. Millie? I'm not doing anything, and I didn't make any jokes. I'm letting you know, and this is a really weird moment for me. I'm telling the truth. And as you say this, you notice the rock she's sitting on opens its eyes and moves. No! For today's episode. <laughs> Millie, point. get up! Get up! Millie, get up! <laughs> Grabs her arm and pulls her. And <laughs> You're going to have to do it next week. A punch. Oh, a punch it. I was about to say, you guys don't realize that Freely will stand next to a cave-in and thunder wave it out of the way. Like, I don't know. I was like, boom. I will. I, I, you will be on the ground so fast. If you, if that's, you that's how Freely died. Cave, like, we love you, Freely, and but. Callie will kill you. We have to smother I, you as now. I have lived. Yes. <laughs> Yes, there will be a knife and you will be dead before you can thunder wave. You know this. We've known each like, other for a day like, oh and a half. Oh my God, Callie, you look know over this. there. What is that? Thunder wave. Connected psychically. I, I know what you're about to do. You, like you just see like him like imagining like like inching over next to the wall and be like. I just feel like Callie's this innocent that is like the internet in the beginning and freely is just dumping horrible knowledge into Callie's brain and our, our brains from the psychic connection. Like she doesn't know. I don't know. Avery. You shouldn't know any of this stuff. I think today you just learned that Callie's not as, in, as innocent as she looks. So. That's Callie's an, a oh. opponent of industrial espionage. Oh my God. I'm scared at the end of every episode. <laughs> I mean, again, I mean, she that told entire us encounter with the, sea creature could have gone completely differently if you didn't right. roll so well on your perceptions i mean oh, all things considered yeah yeah when we start cutting into them, it worked out that was pretty what well. i was gonna do i'm like eh, that's what Callie was gonna that do too. Been, she was gonna I, yeah. I like to keep some stuff 
quiet, but that would have been very interesting because that creature was heavily injured. So it's not something I thought that it was you definitely. Die. I got to chase down that yeah. warlock child and get that level back. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I said it at the time. So, no, you had to be the hero. Like, I got to teach you how to hero properly, Avrin. No, I just got to learn how to make warlocks faster. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's no way Daisy is letting you have that level back. I oh, no, 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 no. That's I don't, the worst no, it thing. Forever. No, no, I, I, I think it would be funny for Avrin to try, and then Daisy will probably just beat him. That's, like, the meanest <laughs> Could you thing. imagine, like, a level one warlock yeah. baby just being like, no! Like, oh, yeah, man. that's it's oh, a horrible blast. idea. It's great. No, I, I won't. I'm not going to. Daisy's gonna be like the ultimate warlock one day. Absolutely, you I think she already gave, is. You gave she, a seven-year-old yeah, in, in an inexhaustible yeah. Eldritch shotgun. Like that's what you did. No, that's good. Right. She's got a head start in life. She's only seven years old. Yep, <laughs> she's she already is, level one. She is the next Avrin. She's Avrin the second. Yeah. I will go destroy that Daisy child myself. First. Do not say that. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. I have to stop it before it begins. Technically, this is magically, like Star you're Wars. Oh my god. It's you're kind of magically related. <laughs> you were so the know. chosen one. No. <laughs> yep. And Daisy's gonna be like, "You never trusted me. You didn't give me a chance." While standing over lava, and, be like, oh. <laughs> and the halfling's like, "Like, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I have the higher ground." <laughs> True. That's how it ends. It is. Yeah, we're like gonna a like a Sith Lord shooting lightning and stuff. Oh my god! Final battle in a furnace. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm feeling really claustrophobic because we're at the end of this tunnel where it's stuffy and it's narrow, and now there's a rock that's trying to attack us. You know, it's I love life. horror. This is fine. I love <laughs> horror, and I always love like those spells that people think are useless, like giving a space to use them, yeah. like you know, like shape stone and mm, stuff like that. I shape love that so powerful. Yeah, it's not yeah, like because I useful. feel like it's one of those things because I think feel I feel like people never mm-hmm. use that stuff. Absolutely, you know? that's the first time I've ever seen mending used in such a useful way. Yeah, that it's was lucky such you a had good it. moment to yeah. use that. Because otherwise, that thing would have cracked and it would have been yeah. all bad. I don't know if you know, my boy doesn't have many spell slots. That's why I lean so heavily on the cantrips. You know, I'm like, what yeah. do you do? Man, I don't know <laughs> if Avon can keep this whole good guy artificer thing up much longer. He's just like, got no magic. This is, <laughs> this is like, I'm sorry, painful. You, you don't have anything? You don't have, what are you missing? I no no he's just you, not a full caster anymore and he's losing his mind. But you've got that and, joy, and joy, you, joy, joy down in your heart. Are you indicating that if I do not have any magic that I am useless? No. No. You are we suddenly having an in-game role-play? That is absolutely what he's implying. Yeah, that's I'm yeah. not saying that muggles are useless. They have their uses. Oh, filthy mudblows. <laughs> no, absolutely. They need to know their place. Um, I, I will just say... Because uh, I'm just as deadly without my psychic knives as I am. <laughs> I, I, I would just say the perfect in-cap to this is I rolled the die just like uh, oddly when you were like, this rock comes to life and I rolled it and it super was a natural 20 that doesn't matter. It just evaporated into the ethos. But that's it. You're like, the rock starts moving. Ah, ah. Oh well. Oh, <laughs> oh, uh, let's give away a legendary bundle, anyways. Yay! Sure. Yay. There you go. One you last legendary bundle. One last legendary bundle. Okay. All right. Well, yay. All right. Yeah. Well, I we mean, only gave Todd away the one. So. We only gave the one, but so now that's two. There you go. So it wasn't for completely oh, for not for uh, people. There you go. Was, was for the for benefit not. of the audience. Yes. Yes, thank yes, you, Jasmine, for an amazing game. And thank uh, you, audience, for coming and watching us every week. I, yeah, thank you, everybody. I thank love you, that y'all support our crazy show. I this love these always... people. They're always keeping me on my toes. Ridiculous. Y'all kill things I don't expect you to kill, and then you leave <laughs> things alive that I 
and it's great. I love it. Every episode goes like differently, and it's so. Next amazing. week we kill Millie. This is true. Oh, mine is ours now. We have to get, we get stuck in the cave and we get hungry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I will just. Avrin the cannibalism episode. Avrin has discovered my secret, and now you must all die. I, I, I will just say that uh, if uh, if you didn't see Jasmine and I did D and D one on one on uh, Q Times Twitch, she was on. I with did. Me. Uh, yeah, so check that out. Q Times Twitch. The vod will be up on YouTube soon. We uh, we played D and D, and it was a lot. Yeah, definitely check that out. That was a lot of fun watching you guys. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's a perfect segue into into outros. Uh, yeah. We'll go in the opposite order today because I I'm feeling froggy. Um, so <laughs> starting with Megan, we'll go counterclockwise. Wait, didn't I start first last time? Did you? I nope. think so. You went well, this the end morning of the last episode, last. but yeah, this morning you didn't, so it's fine. Yeah. Oh, okay. Either way, I don't remember name. from last week. <laughs> last week is such a long time ago. <laughs> you know, I don't remember what I ate for Everything dinner Everything is so long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, well, hello, everybody. I'm Megan Kenrick. You can find me on Twitter and Twitch at Megan Kenrick. Um, also, I will be playing a rebellious water genasi mermaid in an upcoming Disney princess-inspired one-shot on June 3rd. 5 p.m. Pacific with Lily Sparks, who will be playing Princess Pokus and can only wild shape into a llama. That Danny sense. Gage, I Shelby. Mean, wrong llama, wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Danny Gage, Shelby, Where's Shannon, and DM'd by everybody's best friend, Joshua Simons. You can catch us on his Twitch channel at Joshua Simons. And also, if you like the content I'm putting out there, feel free to throw some money at me on my Patreon at Megan Kenner. Yay! Awesome, Todd. I am uh, the creative manager at D&D Beyond, maybe not after this episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're going to get a raise, you're going to get a promotion. I don't know what the promotion will be because you're kind yeah, of yeah. in charge. <laughs> we kind be of careful of those that. promotions in a Darth Vader kind of way. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I DM Apology tomorrow. I'm DMing you. Beyond Heroes, which is kind of a, a uh, brother or sister show to this show as well. And uh, it's super fun to DM all these lovely people. And and that's all I got. I got I got enough. I got Lauren. Enough. Hi, I'm Lauren Urban. You might know me as Oboe. I'm the community manager for D and D Beyond. I'll be on that show that Todd is DMing tomorrow, uh, where I will be healing everybody and trying to keep everybody alive because that's that's what I do over there. I try to kill everybody here. Try to heal everybody <laughs> over there. You can find me wherever D and D Beyond is sold and everywhere else where there is D and D. It is D and D whiplash for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of D&D. Well, you know, I, I, I don't have the oboe part of my life anymore, so I have to lean into the D&D. And the murder. And the murder, the yes. Well, the murder is the implicit. oboe the entire time. Yeah, so, I just don't have the oboe with anybody else right now. So. Yeah, but you, Lauren, you, murder, you murder the hobo. The, the, the hobo? Both <laughs> <laughs> so like, you murder the hobo hobo. What? I did no such thing. Murder no. robos. Yeah, murder robos. I love your videos, and you. you did a cover of our song that was super awesome and much appreciated. Thank you. It's Thank forever you. young. It was very wonderful. <laughs> and words. B Dave. B Dave Walters. You can find me all over the place saying words about things. Uh, next up is Thursday. Is the finale of Rolling the Family: The Slumbering Forest, uh, the game we're playing with the kids, where we have to uh, save the kingdom lest they fall into eternal slumber. 
And uh, your this... kids are killing it. Oh yeah, my god! Every wonderful. week, your kids are just like not taking any shit no. and figuring everything out. And like, I'm sorry, Natural Twenty, tell me everything. <laughs> you know, it's amazing. Yeah. The funny <laughs> I love thing them is, so much. My youngest, she really did roll like insane on her stats, and she got an eight for her charisma. That's her only dump stat is charisma. And I was like, so you'll be good at everything. You'll just kind of be a jerk. And she was like, K, and she has been <laughs> this entire time. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a we're taking a small hiatus on Anarchs in New York this week, so we're doing some technical upgrades here in the studio. Uh, and then back this Sunday for uh, one-on-one shots with Alicia Marie. But like I said, uh, check out the one I just did with Jasmine and uh, find me, yeah, at B Dave Walters and wherever fine games are played. I think that's everything. There's so many things. If I forgot something, I apologize. Yeah, <laughs> you should definitely check out our one-on-one shot. It was fun. It was it was my birthday in the game. Oh my god. In, not in, in real life. In, in oh, okay. Oh, I got okay. B Dave surprised me like that. Oh, it was not, cool. oh my god! What the? No, no it was my, it was not my real birthday. It was my character's okay. birthday, which was very exciting to role play because I needed Aww. that little bit of joy. I got to drink champagne, yeah, but I will not. I don't know if y'all have been able to figure it out, but goblins are like my favorite thing. Seems to be your thing. Goblins are goblins fun. are the best. Yeah, they're kind of my favorite thing ever. So, um, so cool. <laughs> they have been for a while. Wait, uh, I guess so it leaves really, me. really your birthday. My character's no. birthday. Oh, no, no, no. okay, 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 okay. Not mine. We were all okay. panicking that we forgot your birthday. Yeah, That's, well, I was I'm like, just gonna say it. We we're having that moment I mean, of, it, oh, we're bad it's, friends. It's oh, not not friends. her birthday. We haven't checked. There's a one in three sixty five chance. I'm a cancer, oh, which is also okay. sub, uh, ironically the first character class I played from the Book of Vile Darkness. I was a cancer mage. So um, you're pretty. You're pretty close to me. Yeah, I'm, I'm on the cusp of cancer. I'm on the cusp of cancer and Leo, like right between July twenty fifth. Oh, I'm June 22nd. Look at that. Look at that. So if I believed in that stuff, I would like the limelight, but also I'm a cancer. So maybe not. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> wait, is that wait, true? Wait, you just said that like it's so dismissive. That is you, Megan. <laughs> like, why are you like, that's not thing, right? Have red hair and be on the internet. We're like, well, I, I know I kind of look like a Leo, but also I'm almost cancer. So I don't know if cancers don't yeah, I like don't the limelight, but. I'm All I've heard is apparently I'm a crybaby. And I was like, that might be kind of true. I cry during like during Coco. Oh, okay. I was but like, that's, that's because be you're, you're yeah. a human who has emotions and Coco. I mean, come on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Co- I feel like maybe everybody sobs like a little girl during Coco. <laughs> yeah, um, I feel that's valid. <laughs> you can find me online talking about Coco. I do. Seriously, watch that movie. <laughs> That's a really good movie. If you need like a good cry, it's a good mm-hmm. one. And yeah, I was recently on one on one shots with B Dave and I stream all the time. And sometimes I post funny things to Twitter. You can find me everywhere at that bronze girl. But mostly, you know, you can also find me here on Tuesdays with this show, which I love. Thank you all so much. You're all fabulous. Thank you, everyone. Thank I hope you, you all Bye. have a good night. Bye. Silver and Steel features Jasmine Bueller as Dungeon Master with players B Dave Walters, Megan Kenrick, Todd Kenrick, and Lauren Urban. This podcast is pulled from our live stream, which airs on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Pacific on twitch.tv slash dndbeyond. It's produced by William Box in association with DND Beyond. Find out more at dndbeyond.com. <laughs>